If you're spending a lot of time doing something and it's not involving other people and not involving creating relationships, evaluate and figure out why. That was legit. He's a sage. <laughs> He's a fucking grand wizard. That was some grand wizard shit. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be special. Do I ever look there or should I just always look at you guys? I don't think we ever look at the camera right, cool. unless we really want to say something with emphasis. Okay. Like Shady Penguin is here for the one year anniversary of Sunday. Come on, one year anniversary. Let's go. I mean, get some hype up in the comments because this is not live. I always want to say chat. Yeah. But yeah, we are here. Vinny, Phil, Shady Penguin, thank Hello. you so much for stopping by yes. for this one year spectacular. I drove in the car many minutes in, in the, the rain. rain. Look how at how that. many minutes for this? It was like seventy-two minutes. Holy shit! Yeah, it was longer than expected Dude. too. Yeah, it was longer than expected. Uh, rain and then Long Island drivers. For some mm. reason, weekend drivers were out today. And very, that's, that's very angry people. Yeah, the angriest on the Dude, earth. Right by your house, like less than a mile away, someone's entire bumper was just on the front lawn. <laughs> Bro, the entire thing. Not surprising. What is going on around this town? What is going on? There's also so much road work around here. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. We talk about this on every episode. There are just a bunch of construction workers standing there just spinning their batons and whistling Why? every day. <laughs> I have no idea. They, you know what they were doing? They were running a gas line okay. up the whole length of this road, which is a real a street road, whatever you want to call it. They've been out there for what? A month and a half, two months, two months already? Sure. Two years. You know, what's the fucking <laughs> It blurs. Yeah, yeah that's, that's one of my most anxious things when I'm driving and there's the, the construction workers with the signs that say, go but slow. And you don't know if you turn the corner, if they're actually accurate. You're about yeah. to crash into somebody. Mm. I, I hate yeah, that so much. Yeah, you're trusting those random schmucks just yeah. holding the signs. Just two schmucks <laughs> yeah, out yeah, there with it. a sign. <laughs> Unbelievable. But yeah, you're here right now. This is awesome. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us. And uh I'll just start by saying this man is one of my biggest inspirations, if Stop not, it. if not the biggest inspiration for me actually starting YouTube. People ask all the time, what made you want to start? I was sitting in marine science, senior year of high school, 2014, I believe. I would come home every day, watch your stuff with my brother, Joey. You just met him. Yeah. Shout out Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Dude's jacked. And it's like, now this man's in my mom's basement. And Bro. we're filming a show on the best podcast set known to men. This, right. the, I mean, I, they, you guys can't even see half the set. It's beautiful. It's <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God you can't see half the set. Yeah, I was doing some research, minor research. Okay. I didn't go overboard, yeah. but I watched you on a couple different podcasts, and I was dying laughing when I heard this one because you mentioned how you don't like the term influencer. Oh, and God. this guy hates. He, he says it with a pat. He does yeah. not like the word no. influencer. So okay. you, you don't like influencers? I don't want to say that. That's a very uh, <laughs> that's a hot take. That's a hot take. take. That's oh, like yeah. it's loaded. Um, I think especially at the time of that podcast because that was what um, a couple years ago yeah, for two, sure, two two and a half three years ago. Um, I think the big thing is that it became this identity crisis for literally. I would say even my generation and below, like basically Zoomers, forget about it. Zoomers, you're screwed. I'm just letting you know if you're a Zoomer out there and you're watching, I'm sorry. It's tough. It's tough, dude. Um, but uh. Even whatever millennials where it became this big, like, Hey, I can do a normal thing and influence someone else to do that thing. And all of a sudden I have so much more self-worth, even though all I'm doing is, you know, like I'm just playing games. For example, right. I'll take, I'll take the way that I thought about myself during that podcast too. Like all I'm doing is doing what comes naturally to me. What I've dreamed about doing since I was a kid. Cause yeah. whatever, walked around with a game boy since I was four. Yeah. So like, what are you going to do? Um, so I don't know. It's a, it's a loaded word because there's so much weight that our culture puts on it right now that, you know, you're an influencer, you get these responsibilities, for example, that's like one side of it where 
you have to talk about certain things and not talk about certain things because you have an audience now. So with this audience comes a responsibility. I don't even know how I completely like which side of the fence I side on with that. Like, is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Or should they just say, no, screw it. I've just done what I wanted to do. It's not my fault. People follow me because there's a lot of people that a lot of creators I've seen that like, you know, that's it. Like I've, I just started making funny crap and people follow me. I don't, I don't owe them anything now. I'm just going to keep doing the thing that I was doing. Yeah. It's Uh, ironic too, because like you become an influencer, you gain a following. And then like what you said, you, you kind of can say things, but you also can't say things. So mm -hmm. in a way you become like a sheep that also is just following what society and what Mm. the general population thinks is acceptable to say. You just, you just say anything. I got the hot. I I admire the hot takes. So, so then what do you, what do you, what is your thoughts on influencers? Like, give me, give me the fill spill. I want to know. Okay. Buckle up. <laughs> no, I won't go. I won't go off the fucking wagon. But basically, I guess the main question is like, what are you influencing, right? Why are we putting these this power dynamic onto people when they're literally just ra- they're random people that mm-hmm. they didn't maybe they worked for this like social currency followers, you know? Yeah. But like, there's no there's no body that says, oh, you're now important, and it's just like it's selfish to think that like you you know because. We just play games, we know, we make videos. Those are normal things that people do, but now all of a sudden we're fucking better than other people. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that um, something really interesting, long time ago I read it in a blog, but essentially anyone who's willing to sit in front of a camera uh, and record themselves is a little bit of a narcissist. I, I heard you say that yeah. before, yeah. And it's and it's it's true, right? Because like you you have to be somewhat... You can you can label it however you want. You can label it as confidence. You can label it as uh, trying to to branch out, whatever the heck you want to call it. But you have to think that you are worth watching, which will make you a little bit of a narcissist. Unless you're, that's not the case. That's not like a black and white thing, right? It's just I think it's very common in my sphere of where you're really sitting and playing video games. When someone's making a video of them crafting like some crazy real life master sword, like that's okay. That's crazy. That's content. You should film that. People need to see that. But when you're, like you said, kind of doing normal things, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard for me to, to, to not just be like, Hey, that's a normal person. That's like, you know, it's funny before you were saying it's weird when you meet someone who's on the internet and like, you know, you kind of got to pull it back. And I totally get it when you've watched someone, I've had those moments where I've met someone and it's like, they're in the same room as me. This is crazy. <laughs> um, but especially now, probably the past two or three years, it doesn't matter who we meet. Like when I met Tim the Tap Man at TwitchCon, it's just like, yo, dude, I love your stuff. Uh, you're cool. I'm praying for your family. That was like literally what I said. I had a conversation with him about his kid, talked about my kid, and that was it. Yep. And like, that's the point now where I'm like, it doesn't matter your size. Cause he was, he's like my, he would be the person that I watch the most probably. Mm, gotcha. Um, you still watch him currently? Yeah, I watch most? him. Yeah. Him, well, so right now I kind of swap it depends who's alive. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll swap between him and Nick Merckx. They're like, usually they're playing together. So I just want to watch whoever's perspective is like, seems like they're livelier that day. Right. What but, games do you like watching? Uh, for them, I literally don't care. It's mm. really weird. Like, I love that. You, like I, I mean, they play, they, they mostly play COD right now. Um, and I don't play COD at all. Like right. I suck. I'm garbage at it. I try so hard and I'm just so <laughs> bad, but I will watch them every single day. So I'll record like from like nine to, well, right now, like seven to 10. Then I'll do the markets from 10 while I'm editing, and then I'll have them on my third monitor. While so I'm this doing. man is trading stocks while he's editing. Bro, let's talk about money in a little bit. Okay, we gotta oh, warm up a little. Yeah, we gotta we warm up. There. We gotta. But it is crazy though because, like, you know, there is that connection, mm-hmm. and it's a relatively new thing because people have always been fans of people. Yeah. In in mainstream media of TV shows, movies, etc., whatever. But there's something about feeling like you really know that person that's right on your tablet, your phone, your computer, whatever. 
that just makes you feel like, no, I know, I know this person, but you really don't. Yeah. Like I know you, but I know the you that you put on the computer, on Bro, the internet. Oh you know what I'm saying? Like there's layers to every person. There's layers to If people shit. saw me on my, like people always say to me, like Vinny, your positivity is insane and it, it makes me so happy. Yeah. But I'm like, oh my God, if they caught me on a bad day, yeah. which I have all the time, <laughs> of course, yeah. I'm a, I'm a prick sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to go live and be like, yo, fuck you. <laughs> Why are you here? Like, you know what I mean? But like, if I'm having a bad day and like my brother's pissing me off, I'll be like, yo, get the hell out of here. Like, what do you like? You know, yeah. there's, there's a short fuse to me. I think jumping off that influencers that are like negative. So let's look at someone. I would say someone like XQC, like Philly right? like, <laughs> yeah, like Philly like someone who can completely roast someone in their chat. And then the chat just backs them. Like, yeah, I think they have it made, bro. Like, I, I'm, <laughs> and I think it's because that's who they are, though. Like, I think XQC actually is almost everything he puts out there. I'm not like I don't watch XQC like avidly or anything, mm-hmm. but from what I've seen and from the things that I have watched, he's doing Jump King. Um, I don't know. I feel like he's exactly who he is, and if he's having a bad day, he's just not going to stream. Yeah, and if he's having a good day, he's still cursing people out in his chat. He doesn't care. <laughs> like that's just what he does. Dude, so what is your regiment like? Because you mentioned you're watching people sometimes while you're editing. Do you mm. treat it very nine to five where this is when you're working is when you're working? I wish. Will you wake up in the middle of the night and just say, I want to go live? Um, I would say ideally I would love to be on like a seven to five schedule. That would be amazing. Um, 10 hour I'm, days. Yeah, 10 hour, probably 10 hour days. Yeah, right now. I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty big believer in like you work like no one else. So one day you don't have, you work like no one else. Mm-hmm. So you work a ton now and you don't have to work later. Um, I'm, 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 I am fully confident that I will be retired. I'm looking at the camera by 35. Let's oh, go. Not <laughs> like, not like retired. Like I'm not doing content anymore, but just like finances don't exist. Yeah. Like mm. you don't have financial to freedom to the financial point where freedom. you can enjoy the time with your family to the yep. maximum potential. That's in six years, dude. Yeah. Six years. That's legit. I mean, with these Pokemon cards, it might even be sooner. So <laughs> let's I don't go, even, bro. I, ugh, hey, you pull that Charizard. I've been telling this man, he's got a heavy pack. <laughs> That has a chance to have a Zard in it. I mm-hmm. want this man to open it. I can't do it, dude. It's a thir- it's a thirty thousand dollars scratch off it's, though. It's right, a game. right now I could sell that pack. I could send an email and sell for thirty thousand dollars. Right. Or I could open it and maybe pull a Charizard. <sighs> How much is that Charizard worth? I mean, it's worth two hundred k plus now. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. it's if it's a PSA, PSA 10. ten. So that's the other thing. It has to be perfect condition for it to be two hundred thousand. So how much? How many cards are in this box? Well, I have three heavy packs. You have three? Yeah, I have three. Oh, we got to talk. I might, I might need to buy one. <laughs> wait, 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 Are you wait. kidding me right now? What's in a heavy pack? How many cards? Guaranteed foil, 10 cards. Guaranteed one foil. What does that mean? The holographic. The holographic. The, Charizard, big, the, the holographic. big daddy. There's a good card in one of those, in three have, of those three you packs. Have, you have three. Yeah. So there's three foils in there. Yes. Minimum? Minimum three foils. Yeah. There could be more. No, no, no. Maximum. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. There, there's going to be three foils no matter what. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know you had three. And yeah. how many different foils are there? Uh, and base set, I think 13 or 14, mm. maybe 15. The thing that sucks mm. is like the price differential <laughs> between insane. Charizard and I think the- Even the next best, Blastoise or Venusaur. Blastoise, yeah, it's right? insane. It's insane. So PSA 10 Blastoise right now, I think is like, I think now it's up to 30K, the price of the pack essentially. So like, <sighs> if you don't pull Charizard, you should have just, you almost, you almost should have just sold the pack. Almost. You know what's crazy? The PSA 10 Blastoise thick stamp right now on eBay, it's listing, so you can't really gauge it on listings, yeah. but- Dude, I've seen listings for six figures. $100,000 Blastoise. No way, <laughs> bro, bro. Crazy. I'm, I'm pretty confident that my Stoice is a nine, the one that I pulled yes. from Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get that graded soon. I actually want to ask you off camera like how to do that whole process because okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> but I need to send that bad boy in because a PSA nine, the listings are up to like 35 to 40 grand yeah. for, a, for a thick stamp first edition Blastoise. This is all above my head. 
Well, once you guys talk about D and D in a all, little bit, all I have to know is that shiny cardboard, lots of money. Yeah. No reason why. That's it, dude. It's that nostalgia, man. Yeah. People feel like they're. I I've been unboxing some vintage stuff, and it's like, dude, you're holding something that's twenty years old that takes you back to that time when you just run to the deli and pick up a pack. Mm. Crazy. Yeah, dude. it's really good stuff. I honestly. guess they're only really worth that much because people are willing to pay that much, right? It's yes. Yeah. Once my generation is dead, once our generation is dead, these will be worthless. I guarantee it. What's going to be worth something is going to be like uh, Sword and Shield cards, mm. right? Because the kids right now are growing up with Pokemon Sword and Shield, the first game on the Switch. If you're not loading up on Sword and Shield product for like your retirement, then you're being silly because like right if, now it's cheap. If History you're a Pokemon repeats if you're po Yes, if you're a Pokemon master, if you're trying to catch them all. <laughs> yes. But if you're a regular civilian. <laughs> you're a regular civilian who is uh, I, I a normie. I would still buy at least two boxes and put it on your shelf. Well, that's the thing. Like, like a $200 History, History repeats itself. It's like, I said to my parents the other day at dinner, I go, why didn't you guys buy me a box, one box, and put it to the side? My mom was like, they were expensive. They yeah. were $110 at the time. Yep. I'm like, mom, those boxes are like 300,000 plus right now. Like, can you imagine if there's just one in the attic with dust on top? Yeah, but hindsight is twenty twenty. You, oh, yeah. you can't expect your parents to be like, oh, these are going to be worth millions one they, day. They should have known, Phil. I mean, you saw that with like Beanie Babies and shit. Yeah, Beanie yeah. Baby. There was another thing that was huge that I can't remember. Not Webkins, but I think, yeah, Beanie Babies were tremendous. Those, I think, though, Evo, I think Evo is going to be a lot of money soon. Evo, Evo, I mean, Evo is already creeping up, dude. It's at what, four or $500 a box right now? You pull this art from an Evo pack. Isn't it like six grand right now on eBay? If it's PSA, 10 and six grand yep yeah and that box is 400 dollars. so that that's a better gamble if anything yeah oh yeah and that's a rare that's, yeah you know what i mean that's not even that's not hard so to why not just farm those boxes speed run it to the people, zards hey, and people then, are hey you're looking at a soon-to-be farmer over here <laughs> i found the listing cultivate bro. the charizards i'm i'm literally i've been i'm giving this like one more week before i like fully go ham with the evo but i've been trying to get at least one vintage box whether it's fossil jungle Rocket, Rocket or the base set. And I'm talking to one guy right now that I'm praying to God. He just like says, all right, screw it. You can have it. Yeah. What is this the guy that you were telling me before about? Uh, I think so. Yeah. The base set? Y yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was the guy. Yeah. I can't even remember what we talked about. Yeah. This, is also, this is also <laughs> surreal for me right now. I'm just kind of living in, now, the in the moment. Is there the same market with Yu-Gi-Oh cards right now? Or do it's you peaking up a little bit. It's crazy. It's because Critical's doing it. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Crit Critical is literally making that happen. 100%. And so in my, my timeline is Pokemon is going to be the hottest. Yu-Gi-Oh is never going to catch Pokemon like exactly how much, but it's going to go Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh and then Dragon Ball Z stuff mm. like just Dragon Ball Z games, Dragon Ball Z cards from back in the day, uh, because those are like the three, at least in my world, peak nostalgic. I remember me and all yeah. my friends, we loved those three things. So and you've done a lot of dra uh, Dragon Ball Z and Yu-Gi-Oh content. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been I mean, yeah, for a couple of years, I mean, just for probably like, probably a year and a half, two years, I was like basically exclusively yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, what's your favorite to make right now and of all time would you say was your favorite right now Among Us is my favorite to make That's for awesome. sure 100% I'm literally look. I'm, I want to I also want to start a discord would you, you play Among Us I haven't played it yet because I, I have my Mac all he right. plays all it right. so Phil's, Phil's, Phil's hopping in okay yeah. cool that, that works um, I'm looking for people to like get like a consistent like 30 people in a discord to know like hey I want to record a session for a couple hours get 10 people anyway um, so Among Us is my favorite content to make right now um, all time I was just I think I was talking to you before like there's something special about Shady Locks specifically, yeah. like uh, waiting for your, like just begging your Pokemon not to die, getting randomly critically hit. And you're like so attached to this thing you've spent like seven hours with raised <laughs> it like your own child. Yep. And uh, yeah, that, that's probably all time. My favorite. I would Any say. plans to bring anything like that back for the diehard Pokemon fans that are watching this right now, feeding at the mouth for you to bring back a Shady Lock. I would be surprised if I 
don't ever do one, right? I definitely gotcha. think I'll do another Shady Lock at some point. It's just that I, I'm i at a point in my life where there are bigger things that I'm thinking about. As far as like, hey, I don't really care that much about planning my next YouTube series. I care about planning my next big financial move. Yeah, Or I care about sure. planning my daughter's birthday party. You yep. know what I mean? Like I'm just in a, I'm in a weird phase of life where it's very different. Uh, and we could talk more about like, I mean, another thing that's definitely happened for me with content creation and YouTube in general is like, I have disassociated so hard from community in general. I won't even say the Pokemon community, but just community. You have. Yeah. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. I mean, well, 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 wait, I mean, I don't know what else. What were we talking about? We were talking about something else. We jump around like, yeah, crazy. dude, we were like, <laughs> bah, 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 bah. my brain is that like <laughs> yeah. the, the meme of the, you're, freak. you're the guest. You take this wherever you want. Um, we're down to chat with you. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess I'll just, uh, I, I, I really backed away from community and other influencers ever since everything happened with nappy, obviously. Yeah. Like, and also like there are people that are like, you can't say that name. And I'm like, it's not Voldemort, bro. Like, yeah. It's something that happened. It was a real thing. And uh, basically ever since then, I've really taken a hard turn, just like removing myself completely from everyone. Uh, and even before then, the group that I was closest with, I was pretty much not close with them. Most of them will vouch for that, that I just like, I was planning a wedding, right? Yeah. As soon as I got engaged, I pretty much like, they were playing games till all hours in the morning, having a good time. And I would join in like once or twice every three months. Um, it's a game with the boys. It's a game with the boys. Yeah, 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 <laughs> dude. I mean, and now I mean, now I father of two. I've in the past seven days alone, I've been up till one, three in the morning playing Among Us because it's the best game in the world. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, the biggest reason, honestly, why I even said yes immediately, like to come out, I was like, hey, dude, yeah, let's do it. Um, is because like I want to try to find community again. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I want to. I, I don't. I've learned that you can't do, especially YouTube, especially create content creation. You can't do it isolated. Mainly because it's soul crushing. That right? was that was my approach up yeah. until Vinny was like, "Listen, you got to start community building because this man's the king at building communities." Hey, yeah. Stop hey. it. So now this I got guy. a Discord. Now I got Twitch. I'm talking to people. I know they're on a first name basis and shit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's way better for sure. And that's like you're building community like with your viewers yeah. or yeah, that's that's huge for sure. There's also definitely something special. I mean, you obviously have Vinny, so it don't matter. But <laughs> plugging in with creators is. It's like, dude, if you if you've ever worked a job like I, I I worked at a supermarket for like six or seven years, if I had to do that alone and I never got to bounce like all the crap that happens, you go crazy, you go crazy dude. Mm -hmm. yep. So not having like a circle of creators that you're connected with is so bad for you, yeah. crazy bad. And I was telling all of our friends, I go, I mean, guys, I don't think I'm thinking too much into this. I feel like he said yes very quickly. I, I think maybe this is a door opening thing where mm. he's coming on my show. He's probably going to want to work with other people sometime in the future and. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't. But if it does, that's really exciting because there's a whole new audience now that mm -hmm. might not even know who you are, that, you know, those worlds will collide. And that's yeah. that's big for everybody. I don't know how many like uh, well, well, I'll call them Gen. What are we? We're in Gen 8 right now, right? Sword and Shield. Yeah. I'm going to call them Gen Niners because that's the only thing I can think of. I don't know how many Gen Niners want to watch a Gen 3 here. Like I think they would. Which you, is you which feel is, like a boomer? I'm a dude. I'm I am a boomer. I know I'm a boomer, bro. Trust I got me. it. You'd be fine. So I don't know, but yeah, but I mean, but still, yes. Ideally, I would love to. Here's the here's the big thing for me that like I get anxiety about planning a like a long project. Yeah. Like, hey, let's do a let's play. It's gonna take thirty to forty episodes. That will like that fills me with existential dread like nothing else. Yeah, it's a huge commitment. Yeah. Especially if it doesn't go the way you want it to go. If yep. the person you're working with is not someone that's you thought they would be a certain level of like yeah. professionalism and then they're a schmuck. It's yeah, like, or 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 they're not schmucky enough. Like you yeah. know, like, there's just like no energy and no connection. <laughs> yeah, it's that's like, true. Dude, that's I'm really looking for point. a little dirt. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> like and especially obviously everything that happened with Nappy, it's like I, you know, I trusted exactly exactly one person to work with over the course of six years. And I chose wrong. It's like, <laughs> I know, wait, man. so for viewers that don't know, cause I don't know. 
Okay, so Nappy was someone I worked with a long time, the King Nappy. Um, it came out that he basically had a, I'm going to call it a moral failure, right? Something essentially with grooming underage people that no one knew about. He was like the ringleader of a, a large group of friends. And basically once that came out, that group of friends basically split into like five different, picture like the Triforce in the original Zelda where right. it splits into eight pieces. It basically did that. And then I just fell into the dirt instead. Mm. Like I literally just dug a hole in hit out there because I was like, I was also, I wouldn't say I was Nappy's closest friend, but I was his closest business partner. I would say mm. we did the most work together out of anyone that I've ever worked with. And that I think that he's ever worked with. So you were like that SpongeBob meme. Like I, I'm a head out. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> yes, literally. Yes. But instead of walking out the door, I literally just walked into a hole. I walked under Patrick Starr's house okay. and I literally just closed the, the rock on me for okay. perspective too, like him and Nappy at their like peak, like their apex. They were like the guys to watch in the entire community, like top if, tier. Oh, Pokemon. Yeah. Like we would, we would put out a series and every episode, especially of our second to last soul link would break six figures within 24 hours. It was hundred, hundred K hundred K for the first like 10 episodes. And it like settled at like 90 K, which is great for me. I mean, and that was the big thing too, right? That when everything was going down, bro, like I did not want any of the spotlight and I, I do not regret how I handled myself. I think I handled myself with grace and just, I'm, I'm proud of that, but people don't know that that was like 35% of my income. And I'm like, just, I just got married, just bought a house. And then all of a sudden, boom. And it's like, that is obviously, uh, that pales in comparison to the victims yeah. of, of everything that happened. Yeah, but sure. like, it's still like, okay, I'm going back to my world now and I have to handle my crap. Um, and I had no one to handle that with. There's layers to it. There's yeah, the yeah. business layer, the moral layer, there's the, the friendship layer, layer. The friendship, there's so the much. The people involved, exactly. And you know what, man? Like, I don't, it's, it, it that is such a heavy and big thing that, you know, for you to not be in the most comfortable space to branch out again is completely understandable. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know that. You don't have to hear me yeah, say yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. it's like, so. dude, I mean, you know, God forbid I ever found out like something happened with you. I would be <laughs> fucking, I don't even know what the fuck I would do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, this is my best friend. Like, yeah. you don't even know what the hell, like, it's crazy. Yeah. You think you don't know people on the internet. You're like your own circle, bro. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. And that, and that stuff happens all the time. Like, yeah. it's. So that's what that really turned me into such a cynic when it comes to people. I was like, dude, if I don't, if I couldn't see this happening, then I don't know anyone, bro. I know my wife and that's it. Yep. Like, I don't know anyone else. And, and there are people that don't even know. You know what I mean? You'd think you know your wife and you think you know, <laughs> you, think you know your spouse and she's slamming a bottle of vodka uh, behind your back and you had no idea. No, unbelievable. It's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think, I think it could be cool though to see like a, uh, like a resurgence of, you know, you still have your guard up but you're willing to open up the circle a little bit to mm -hmm. work with, you know, other people. I think, dude, like I just far as a viewer, not yeah, even yeah. to say like, let's work together as a viewer. I yeah. would love to see you work with like Dylan or whoever, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that would be, I think so cool. I think like for me, the first step I'm going to be taking. So even what's today, today's Wednesday, tomorrow, I'm actually, I agreed to do a stream with some people. Um, Majin Phil reverse and Game Boy Luke. Yeah. Luke was telling me. About yeah. yeah. So like, Game Boy so, Luke. so like, that's like a me, a big thing saying, Hey, this seems like a good entry point. It's not a hard commitment. It's a stream we're doing together. We're going to hang out. It's not like, Hey, we're doing a 40 episode series on Pokemon. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. It's just so chill vibes. It's just chill vibes, dude. It's just trying to vibe, vibing out. Um, I hope it's a good time. I think, I think it will be a good time. Yeah. I'm definitely ready to like, Hey, let me go back into Pokemon. That's a big thing too, bro. That people don't know when they're like, Oh, shady abandoned Pokemon. First of all, I literally hate the idea, bro. You're, you're just starting out in this like streamer journey. Yeah. Okay. I, you're gonna get people that think like you swore a blood oath to whatever game they like watching. I mean, you. we could talk about this because people think I swore a blood oath to make fitness content. Okay, because oh, yeah, that's where I he blew dealt with up. this for okay. a long time. I have a series called like Fitness Flop, and here's why X is on steroids because I'm just really into fitness. or yeah. I was at the time, and then I did a hard pivot 
or kind of a soft pivot, I would say. I it was so it was a pretty gradual pivot. Yeah, you yeah. Were I, like <laughs> I started making commentary videos, just talking about influencer culture in general, certain people in the community, stuff like that, on social media as a whole. And people were just jumping ship, like "fuck you." Why don't you make fitness content? You're not doing anything. Toxic. Oh my God, it was, it was toxic as hell. But now it's like doing a full. What is it? 180, not 180, 360. Yeah, 180. Yeah. 360 would <laughs> be back. Put you right back where you where started. It's like yeah. this new, like I got the original OG Philion people that just like watching me because they like hearing me talk. They like my jokes, whatever. They're not really tied to the whole fitness thing. Mm -hmm. And then I have the new people that, you know, found me through like the commentary videos and like the old like diehards are just like, doesn't even, it doesn't even line. matter anymore. Yeah. Like, like they're, all, they're gone basically. Yeah. They're, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely crazy how people will, they'll, it's so weird, bro. It's just like you said, you didn't, I didn't, you didn't swear blood oath to fitness. And also the other thing is like, you're not like 400 pounds now, right? Like yeah. you still like fitness. You just don't want to create that content. Yeah. How much can you talk about like a certain thing before yep. you're just like, fuck this. How yeah. Many, like, how many nose locks can you do? That's why I'm so into the TCG stuff now. I'm like a little kid in a candy shop. I'm like, bro. this is new. I don't have to get mad. Yeah. I'm not screaming unless I pull something really good. Like it's exciting for me. You know? Some people can do it though. They can like, like Tim the Tatman, you said you watch him because it's it's him. Oh yeah, like watch anything, watch yeah. anything. Oh, no, yeah. I'm saying some people like just stick to that blood oath. Oh like, yeah, well they stick to, if the shoe fits, wear it. I would go fucking crazy. I know Hobson, like, like you know the rapper Hobson. Mm -hmm. He literally has a line in one of his songs. Man, I hate rap, but if the shoe fits, wear it. He's good at rap. He makes money doing rap. Like He's do you rap. like do you set? Yeah, that man makes nine videos a fucking day. I'm just like, how do you do this? Yeah, it's crazy. I think it's one of those things. There's a mindset, and it's I'm not gonna say it's a bad mindset, right? Because like back in the day, you just did your job. You did your, I mean, for a while after the industrial revolution, we were working 60 to 70 hours a week. You went right? to the factory, you cut your hand, you came home, you came kissed home your and wife. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. And you did it again. <laughs> so it's like some people are just like, that's their mentality. Like, hey, no, it doesn't, I don't need to enjoy this. I can just do it. Yeah. And then there are some people that are like, you know, I really, for some reason, I just constantly enjoy this one thing. I will forever enjoy it. I agree. I don't get that. I'm, uh, I don't want to say like disrespectfully have ADD, but I can't focus on things like, yeah, this is the longest I've ever done a job. YouTube is the longest. And I also took breaks. So it's like my supermarket days, six and a half, seven years. Uh, I'm a college dropout. So clearly I know that one thing I struggle with is focus and mm. discipline. So after like six and a half years of doing Pokemon, yeah, I definitely, I wanted to switch up, which is why I went to Yu-Gi-Oh! Another thing that I loved for my childhood, that whole nostalgia factor. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, People that can stick to one thing, God bless them. That's crazy. You're 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 honestly better off that way if you can. If you can find something that is literally your heroin, go for it. As long as it isn't you don't overdose, then it's fine. I tell people all the time, it's like it, when you're first starting out, like people ask for advice. I'm sure you get this all the time. I'm sure you get this now that you're talking to the Discord people and stuff. It's like you have to. I always say this: you have to start with something you like. You can't when you're creating and you're being creative. It's very hard to show up to the job you don't like, like at the factory. Like you have to like what you're doing to get the full potential mm -hmm. out of you. Because if, especially if you build something out of something you don't like doing, then you're just fucked. You're screwed, right. man. You, there's nothing you can do at that point. Yeah. You can't, you can't pivot from there from something you hate to something you like, and then uh, hope that people like come along for the ride. It could happen, but yeah, it's definitely tough. Wait, so shady, you're a college dropout. You want to get to that? Yeah, sure. So, dropped out of college. Nice. <laughs> I thought end. about doing it too. Yeah. No, I mean like <laughs> all of us. Was there a point in time where was it like a, you know, transcendental moment where you were like, oh, this is my destiny. I got to drop out. Or was it like, eh, fuck this. Okay. So <laughs> the first, so the first time I'm 18 years old and, uh, I'm going to St. Joe's college and I got a 4.0 and in my first semester, I'm like, dude, W dude, let's go. W. I was always like, I, I cared about that crap. Mm -hmm. And then second semester starts at, over the winter break, though, um, I had to start working a third job. I was working at 
Stop and Shop, Home Depot, and GameStop. God damn. Yeah. Those are all corporate jobs. I know, dude. I was, I was in the machine. I was literally in the machine, bro. <laughs> this, I was. This man was the machine. I, I basically was the machine. Uh, do you have the garden tools? Uh, yeah, I'll fucking 84. <laughs> oh, yeah, right next to Right next to Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Uh, no, no, my bad. Um, So, like, yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, once once the winter or whatever you want to call it spring semester started uh, i got like three weeks in and my grades were slipping bro so i was like all right i don't I wonder I why bro you're probably working like 70 hours <laughs> i literally week. was jesus christ so and i was on a scholarship so if you do poorly and they take away your scholarship you can't get it back but if you withdraw and you come back you can get your scholarship back mm. so i was like all right let me just withdraw a tactical me, withdrawal yeah it was it was all it was all smart it was a pretty smart move um i withdraw and then I'm still working three jobs. Then GameStop like uh, like lets me go. I was, apparently I was just seasonal. Didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> Damn you, GameStop! <laughs> Withdrew from college and literally two weeks later, like, oh yeah, you're seasonal, dude. Your job's gone. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean you're I'm not seasonal? On the schedule, <laughs> sir. You're not on the schedule. What is going on? It here? was wild. Uh, so then I ended up picking up more hours. Stop and shop. Over the next couple of years, I ended up becoming full time there. Uh, hopped around supermarkets. Fast forward like three, four years later, uh, I'm like a department head at Shoprite crushing Let's it go. actually actually loved it dude i think i was making like i'm making like 17 an hour but i was able to work 60 to 70 hours a week so then you got time and a half after 40 hours mm. so i was pulling out like i was pulling home like 12 1300 a week and nice. for me at the time that's like that's crazy money um so i'm doing that and then i'm like you know what this is a lot of hours and i was getting serious with my girl and i was like let me go back to school go back to school and i'm sitting in fish class and this is when the fish what? class fish class, bro. This like, is not a, like a not marine a science or like, just a, like, like a marine, some sort of marine. Just called biology. fish class. I, because the first day of school, you know what it's called? Ichthyology. Is that really what it's called? Yeah, study of fish. What the fuck is, is going on? Really? Why are you guys yeah. you're so fish smart. experts over here? <laughs> I'm definitely not because I literally, they hand me a book called the four fish and I read it. <laughs> There's only four. <laughs> There's only four fish and I read it for the first thing and I'm like, fish. yeah, I got to drop out again. This is not oh, for me. The yeah. fish class made you drop out? Yeah, the fish Look class. Look at that. Yep. And then, uh, but I mean, at that time I was, I started doing YouTube like literally either right after that or right during that. It gets a little fuzzy now that I'm a boomer and uh, I just, <laughs> I, 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 I was like, hey, YouTube's the wave. I remember going to my store man, my, my not my store manager. Yeah, my, my the store manager, the guy who owns all shop right on Long Island. And I'm like, hey, dude, Chuck, listen, I'm doing internet things. I can't work here anymore. He's like, what do you mean you're doing internet things? And this guy, Chuck loves me, dude. Like, I think I could go back today and get a job. That's amazing. He would literally make me like assistant store manager today, which is great because I thought about it. It's good, um, good stuff right there. Shout out Chuck. Yeah, shout out to Chuck, dude. You're a good guy. I know you're watching. Um, Chuck, so, if you want to come on the show, <laughs> shoot me an email, all right? We'll get Chuck on here. Oh, my God. So, yeah, ended up just being like, hey, uh, I'm going to stop this because YouTube. I I didn't quit my job. So school became relevant to me when I was making 1300 a week. Uh, and I didn't quit my job until YouTube was making that times one and a half. Mm. So How did, long did that take, though? Because you had a pretty so like 2K? fast yeah, rise, like right? Uh, yeah, it was. So I started uploading in 2013 uh, sporadically, like on and off. And then once X and Y dropped, Pokemon X and Y came out for the DS, uh, 3DS in 2013. I went a little ham. I uh, went like a video a day. And then in December, I was doing two videos a day. That's my whole catchphrase came Holy. from. Yeah, so doing two videos a day. Um, and then at the end of December, I think December 5th, I had 1,000 subscribers or something like that. And then by December 30th, I had 5,000 subscribers. That's sick. And then by January, I think I had like 60K. Mm. So that one month was like, that's when I was like, hey, Chuck, I'm done. School, you suck. I'm out. And I'm just playing Pokemon. Yeah. Um, cause that was, yeah, that was all the money I needed for sure. Dude, uh, that's wild. Yeah. It was crazy. Wow. It was definitely, and like I had that year of grind, but truthfully it was not, 
The whole reason I blew up is because I was the first. I was literally one of the first people to do live Wi-Fi the battles. The Wi-Fi battles. I did it with a face cam. Right place, right wi- time. What's a Wi-Fi battle? It's when you battle someone else in Pokemon over the Wi-Fi. So this is literally like, how, how many years ago are we talking? 2013, 2014, oh. six yeah. years. A year before I started. So that was, that was Wi-Fi battles are that young? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, and they were, they were, you were still, you were doing Wi-Fi battles in black and white as well. Right. But that was probably, and Diamond and Pearl wasn't too hot uh, for Wi-Fi on YouTube. But yeah, so black and white. So that's, that's still 2011. They're young. Those battles were hype though. And your thumbnails were so different too. Yeah. So th- where, th- the ins- where did the inspiration for those come from? You just kind of. They just did them. Kind of yeah, rolled it. Just rolled it. I literally can't, I can't even remember, bro. Like, Here, here's a question. Yeah. Because I saw you, I saw you like poke fun at yourself in your comment section the other day. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to bring this up. We're okay. vibing. We're vibing. Let's right. get it. Yeah, we're vibing. So this man literally might have the world record for most YouTube channels. <laughs> really? <laughs> Straight up, dude. He's got to have at least 13. Wait, wait, wait. For some context, let's bring up. You have over 3,300 videos. Yes. Holy. I didn't even know that. that that's crazy. Fucking On crazy. that one channel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one. Type yeah. in on Social Blade Shady Penguin. You'll see a slew for context, of the others. Channels. I have 69 uploaded to my channel. You can't upload again. <laughs> Dude, I know. That's it. How the fuck do you have 3,300 videos? Well, Dude, for a two while, videos it was a videos day. a day. Crazy. Oh my God. 600 videos, 700 videos a year. Uh, and then sometimes more than for two like a day. five years. For like five years. <laughs> yeah. I guess that does check out. <laughs> yeah, right. He says, I didn't really grind. I mean, yeah, you did. Well, that first, I, the 2013, I, if, you, if, if there's a way to look at it, 2013, I probably uploaded like 40 videos, mm. 50 videos. Uh, Maybe, maybe if, you, if you don't count when X and Y came out. So before X and Y, maybe like 30 or 40 videos. And then X and Y came out. And then I probably uploaded another 60 that year. And then, yeah, then it was all down uphill from there. Downhill from there. I'm not sure. It depends on your perspective. Wait, so how many channels do you have? Uh, active channels? <laughs> Two. Um, channels that I've attempted and made, probably like nine or eight. So yeah. what are some of them? Uh, Shady Penguin. They're all Shady Penguin blank. So Shady oh. Penguin uh, TFT. Uh, Shady Penguin Collects is my newest one. Shady Penguin Collects. Subscribe. Subscribe. Um, <laughs> opening Pokemon cards in there and it's really fun. Um, yeah. So that I so yes, I've jumped I've I've tried so many different channels because the YouTube algorithm has, you know, that's right. Yeah. It's gone, it's gone back and forth where like, hey, you can't do different things in the same channel. Or you can do different things. You just have to be somewhat related. Uh so every time just the safe thing to do in your mind is let me protect my big basket of food. Let me try to make another basket. The thing is that the psychology of once you have a big basket and you start trying to make a new basket, it's really hard on the human brain. There's, there's very little motivation when you know the big basket is it's right there. What's gonna you know help you and keep it's you that afloat. big basket? It's that big basket. It is. Has um, any of the little baskets ever caught like some serious traction? I would say my first little basket back in 2015, Shady Gaming or Shady Side Gaming. That was like, I remember that one. Actually. I have like a, first of all, it was the brief time period where YouTube let you use gifts as a banner. Mm. So like my banner looked like you were under the ocean. It was inspired by fish class. It was great. There you go. And before fish, before fish, before <laughs> fish. Um, and I had like a fire emblem video on there that popped off, had like hundreds of thousands of views for no reason. It was just a part one. It was literally nothing special, but for some reason YouTube was like, I like this stuff. So, uh, yeah, that was probably the one that caught the most traction. It's also the first one I abandoned because that's just how my brain works. Like I said before, I think I have some form of like, hey, I can't focus on something yeah. for too long. Well, your Twitch, I mean, I guess your, your Twitch is up there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like your Twitch is definitely another basket. It's not mm-hmm. a YouTube basket. Yeah, yeah. that analogy again, but your your Twitch is pop. Yeah, I mean, money's fake, so it doesn't matter that yeah, much. Yeah, I want to know. Yeah, let's you, get into You that. said this okay, earlier. Let's talk about this. Okay, so I've been, I've been uh, in the stock market now for probably like, six or seven weeks, eight weeks, uh, I guess I'd say. And I've learned a lot of strategies to make about 
eight to 12% a week on your money, which is like insane. So if in your, in my mind, right, if you can save up a hundred grand before you're whatever, 35, that means that every week I know how to make $8,000 from that hundred grand. And it will be consistent though. Ex- exponentially. Exponentially. So uh, compound interest. So the eight, oh. the, 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 the 8% is uh, almost guaranteed. I would say for safe measure, 6% is 100% guaranteed. You're making 6% a week with the strategies. Um, 12% is high for sure. But I've had, and, I, and I've also had a week where I've made 16, 18%, but usually 16 to 18% is followed by like a 6%. So that's mm-hmm. why I average a 12. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, all of that learning over the past like two, three months has showed me how fake money is because this number just goes up by thousands and I feel nothing like yep. five digit movements. And I'm okay. like, it doesn't matter. So you frequent wall street bets. I am a degenerate, sir. I have all my vaccines. <laughs> okay, Are you yeah, kidding yeah, me? Yeah, I, I, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm loving this. <laughs> okay. So wall street bets is a subreddit on Reddit, right? And okay. it's of people that, you know, people say that it's a straight up gambling. It kind of is because a lot of people, you'll have people that throw a lot of money in and literally either make tons of money or they lose insane Horrible. amounts of money. Right. 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 So, but then, you know, that averages out to people making money like Shady over here found out he, he can make, you know, eight to 12%, which is crazy exponentially. But basically it's a group of people that are doing calls and puts on the stock market, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, which means like you're predicting a stock to be a certain price by a certain date, or you're predicting a stock to like, you know, decrease to a certain price. That's a put, correct? Yeah. So by doing that, it increases the amount of money that you make versus just buying shares of a stock. Gotcha. Right. Is yeah. it a, is it a tough process though? Like, do you really have to be invested in it? If if it's so easy, like, wouldn't just everybody do this? Um, the biggest entry to the biggest barrier to entry is capital, right? So you have so, to have the money to make the money. Yeah. So like, think about it. Someone's like, someone's the average American has an extra thirty dollars a week, maybe if even most Americans will get wiped out and they'll have to go into foreclosure if they have a one thousand dollar medical bill. So most <sighs> Americans Jeez. don't have money. But if you do happen to be able to put fifty dollars a week away over the course of five years, you can be a millionaire with like. So Theta Gang is the strategy that I use. I frequent Wall Street Bets. It's a much better subreddit. But you'll see once in a while people will mention Theta Gang. Mm-hmm. Those are the strategies that I use. So I, I don't know what Theta. Like I've seen people drop it, but what is it? So Theta is basically a Greek in the option. So an option has a bunch of different Greeks, which kind of dictate where the price is going to go as far as like, hey, if the stock price moves up a dollar, uh, this is going to increase. Uh, this option is going to increase by delta. That's one of the Greeks. Okay. Theta is the Greek for time. So every option has theta in it, which is just the value. So say I think something is going to expire. Uh, so today's Wednesday. So on Friday, I'm going to say that Adobe stock or Apple stock, we'll use a familiar one. Apple stock is going to expire at $120 strike price uh, by Friday. Meaning, Meaning the that, Apple price will be $120 on Friday. Yes. So that's what I think. Um, so but it's Wednesday. So you're predicting this. I'm predicting that. That mm-hmm. in two days, it'll be $120. There's two days of theta left. So there's a very small amount. Now, if I were to make that prediction... For three Fridays from now, there's a much larger theta component right. in that option. More time. More time. Which means more money. Time is money in this. Okay. Yes. Because all, all I'm literally doing is selling time, which right. is why both money and time, time's not as fake. Time is a construct, but <laughs> money's actually like ridiculously, like I don't understand how human society is how it is right now. Because we, I mean, I, I guess I, it makes some sense, right? We've decided that things are going to be worth something. We need a way to track that. So here's the money. But if, if we weren't such a consumerist country, everyone would be living completely fantastic lives. Like, especially when I think about influencers, right? There are influencers that could that could end homelessness like that. Like, mm-hmm. they wouldn't even, it wouldn't even affect them. Especially with this. Like, I would love to get in front of people that have like real money, like 
like Logan Paul, PewDiePie, that kind of money and be like, hey, let's learn this and then let's take all that money and then just end homelessness and let's end <laughs> world hunger. Because you literally can. Yeah. You heard it here first on Sunday Sauce. Shady <laughs> Penguin is ending homelessness. No, no, I'm not. Crazy. But, but my goal is to build an apartment complex on Long Island that is essentially like not a profit machine, right? Mm. Because the reason why rent is so high is because we're trying to profit. Out. That's yeah, awesome, just, man. Hey, listen, baseline living, if it's going to be, as long as it will... I just need the apartment complex to pay for the insurances and to pay for the managers that run it and for the custodial work and all that stuff. Are you, are you I don't want any profit. You don't want any profit. I want zero profit, zero profit because, because you don't, I'm at a point where I, for me, I've, I've been, I'm only 29. I sound like I'm literally a 73 year old boomer, <laughs> but I've been through enough to know that things do not make me happy. That's the philosophical tweet you were probably going to reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like things, I have it actually right here. <laughs> yeah. The root of all suffering is attachment. Yes, uh, that is one of the four uh, creeds of Buddhism. Uh, essentially, that desire breeds uh, suffering. If you have no desire, you have no suffering. Because Sounds a little stoic. It's a little. It's a little stoic. It is, but it doesn't mean that life is bad, right? Mm. It doesn't. Mean, it, it. What it really reveals is that the things that we often desire don't do anything for us in the long term. And I can. I mean, I can speak to that in my personal life. And I think that almost every human being, if you talk to almost any human being that's lived like 50 years, they're going to speak to that. I, 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 I would actually bet my, my bank account on mm -hmm. it. To play devil's advocate, though, is that just desires for materialistic things or can you desire a partner? So in Buddhism, desire, it's, it's referencing everything. Everything. Yes. Oh, wow. it's saying it's, but, it, but it's not saying that you have, well, Buddhism kind of does teach that you have to kill desire. Um, but I'm not a Buddhist, so I don't really care. But I do like taking insight from other like world right. religions and you know people that are way smarter than me. So I I would say that having a desire for a partner is a good thing. Um, but, but a traditional Buddhist who's neck deep in Buddhism might say that might say that it's not right. So now, how do you live? You just you just be like. Well, you, I I would imagine that a, that someone who's practicing Buddhism, if they're going to the far extent of it. They might even still have a partner, but their desire for their partner does not outweigh their desire to fulfill Buddhism, right? Like whatever the other creeds are and whatever the okay. pursuit, because the pursuit of Buddhism at the end of it is to become a god, essentially, by rooting, wow. like one of the one of the things that the way you do that is gods don't have desire, they just do, right? Like that's just what they believe. Um, so it's, it's, inter it's interesting. All to be said, I haven't rooted all desire in my life and I don't plan on it, right? Like I love my kids, I love my wife, but for me, material stuff is, Really far out of the range, except I really do want a castle. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Well, the moat and alligators. I, yeah. Listen, the moat, the moat can go, but I just and it doesn't even have to be a big castle. I just like stonework. I really mm. like like I grew up playing um, Warcraft Three, Frozen Throne. So I really love the medieval times. Did you play WoW? Uh, I did not play WoW. My parents wouldn't uh, let me pay fifteen dollars a month. Oh, so okay. So you that, just played Warcraft Three? Yes, I just played Warcraft Three to get that. Yes, sir. Ready, my lord. Like I got all, I got all that. But any RuneScape? Dude, somehow I never played RuneScape growing up. People love. I don't understand. RuneScape. No way. No. No. It's all the medieval stuff too. Oh, though. Yeah, but RuneScape is trash. My cousin to used to play RuneScape. He was RuneScape? like a frog. He had a frog suit. Really? I remember that. Yeah, I think that was a thing Dude, in RuneScape. If you look at World of Warcraft versus RuneScape, there's no fucking no comparison. comparison. Well, that's no. why one's fifteen dollars a month and one's free. Yeah. Now D and D again. I don't know this stuff, so <laughs> don't attack me, guys. But right. D and D, &D? completely yeah. different than World of Warcraft. Yeah, but there's. I mean, there's crossover like. It's all the same. You're like a professional player, right? I actually could put that in my Twitter bio because That's Wizards sick. of the Coast has paid me to play D&D &D before. So it's pretty possible. Oh, there Wizards of the Coast involved with D&D &D as well? 
Wizards of the Coast is the creators of, of Dungeons and Dragons. They, for you definitely don't know this, the first couple of Pokemon boxes, a lot of the Pokemon boxes, early uh, early 90s, early 2000s, was this company. Yeah. Until they sold it to Nintendo. I learned so, that the other day. Yeah. Wizards of the Coast created Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. And they paid you to play it? Yes. Where? So uh, cool. I did a live show at PAX, and I currently have... Uh, Knights of Evening Star, Tuesday, 7 p.m., twitch.tv slash So you follow D&D. Critical Role? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so well, you're, you're, you're mad deep. So it? do you know Mika Burton? <laughs> um, she's been on Critical Role, and she does Critter, uh, Critter something with, with Matt Mercer. She does. She has a show with Matt Mercer every Is Tuesday. Is she the voice actor of Jaina? Is she the voice actor of Jaina? I don't think so. I could be wrong. If she is, I didn't know that. They're what all are- voice actors. Yeah, but Mika, I don't, I don't no, know. No, that's Laura Bailey. Yeah, it's Laura Bailey. Okay, I was going to say, yeah, me, me, I don't think Mika's actually done voice acting. I could be wrong. I don't think she has. Um, but uh, so she's in our Tuesday show, and she's also has in critical role. Oh, crazy. So it's like, yeah, so it's like a, I'm, I'm, I'm thankfully and gratefully like plugged into that world. D&D is the best. D&D is 100%. The thing that I want to do most when I've retired 35 is just play more D&D. So like, what type of characters do you play? Uh, so right now I have a rogue who newly came into nobility. He grew up in the Kingswood. So he's a, like just a woodsman guy. And mm-hmm. now he's like a, a baron of what race star. He's a half elf. It's amazing. Nice. Um, and my, my other big character was a full elf in my home game. Uh, and his father, he had to watch his father die twice, which was really fun. Really good times. Uh, he was a druid and nice. I'm actually playing another. I just finished uh curse of Strahd with some friends on Sunday I was playing a druid there as well. I really like druid, bro. Druids are busted. I was in a uh, Baldur's Gate campaign. Okay. I was playing a uh, dark elf. Nice. Named uh, Belladash Melanore. Bellad. That's <laughs> 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 super nerdy. But anyway, uh, yeah, she was a rogue. Nice. And then, but my favorite character, no, I've actually had three characters. My first character was Bulgarius Bronson. He was a, uh, what is it, a giant? Not a giant. What the fuck oh, are you yeah, looking yeah, at me? Yeah. Goliath. Goliath. Yeah, Goliath. Yep. He was a Goliath. Wow. And he was like blood crazy. So <laughs> I he love fucked it. everything up. Nice. And number two, my favorite character was Doofus Longsock. That's the best <laughs> name I've ever heard in my life, no. Phil. That was a... Uh, Does he wear long socks? Is a gnome? No socks. Is a gnome. A dark gnome? Okay. What, what is it called? The deep gnome? Deep, I think it... No, is it deep? I don't know. Just, I've, never, I've, never, I've never done anything with gnomes. Wait, no sock or long sock? No, long it is long sock, sock but I was hoping oh, he okay. wore no socks. Just <laughs> so like, he was a bard. Oh, okay, nice. That is the most fun thing to do. Bard? Uh, my friend Nate, he loves, he swears that bard is the best class it in the game. It is, it is. Like, uh, You're like the, the dungeon master, the, the person that runs the game, like okay. their worst enemy, because you have so many different spells and tactics to like fuck with their plans. So it's like, it's pretty fun. I, I don't know if I said that my Knights of Evening Star character is a druid. I can't remember now. Tarkal's a rogue. Uh, Morristol is a druid, and oh, I'm also in another show Thursday nights. Um, Twitch.tv slash Brad Ultimus. Uh, we are we started out like in a wizarding school. We were all we're all wizards. Um, and Gideon there, we actually just started season two, and he is like a lowborn. He's a commoner, and everyone else is like nobility mm. and like all up stucky crap. So it's been really cool dynamics. Uh, the role play for that is really fun. The first campaign I was in was Dungeon of the Mad 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 Mage. Okay, that one was sick. I've never heard of that. Is that is it a, is it a um, module? Yeah. Okay, I've never heard of it. How long would it take me to understand this if I wanted to get into it? Is there a hard barrier like to entry two, or two weeks, two sessions, right? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it. you could watch. Uh, my DM actually just started a new YouTube channel. I'll link it to you later. Um, I don't know the na- the actual like URL for it, but he like has a breakdown for new players, tutorial like, just, type. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, just to learn like, hey, what is D and D about? The big thing about D and D is that it's it's you playing a game, like you're you're playing a game and a story, like you're writing the story as you go, and it's really cool. It's really fulfilling mm. to be able to like 
role play and then the combat in D and D is so much fun. Um, but there's the, so many aspects. Yeah, it. there's so, there's so many, it's, it's actually the, it's the most fulfilling thing that I've done in my life. I would say like getting to play that live show at PAX with Chris Perkins. Chris Perkins is the guy who wrote, um, he writes almost all of the D and D books now. Uh, but he specifically, uh, is most known right now for writing curse of Strahd, which is like supposed to be one of the hardest campaigns that D and D has ever put out. Um, and he actually like, he's, he's our DM for that, for that live show. And he actually came on our curse of Strahd campaign, our home game the other night on discord. And he got to play a werewolf and it was really, really cool. That's so dope. it was super, super I'm going to check cool. it out. You really yeah. just like yeah. write your own adventure. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Yep. You should be. That it's, aspect is dope. It's like you're writing a story while playing the game, not playing the story that was already programmed into it, essentially. Mm -hmm. That's really dope. That's where I met you the first time, actually, at PAX when, uh, at the D&D &D, like, panel. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, in the front of the, uh, of the uh, whatchamacallit. Yeah, that room. Or, yeah. or, or do you mean uh, when we were at the booth? Uh, yeah, the booth right in the front of the, well, yeah. I can't think of the word. Lobby? Lobby, yeah. Foyer? Something yeah. like that. <laughs> but yeah, it was crazy. And Imagine. how did you and Nate become friends? So I used to watch Nate a ton when he was uploading a lot of Nate and Dookie back in 2013, 2014. Um, and apparently Nate used to watch me. That's cool. So I remember like there was one update video before we were friends. He was wearing like my original Keep It Shady shirt. That's and I was like, bro, he knows me. Yeah. And then I like literally reset. I'm like, dude, are we, what's going on, bro? And he's like, oh, I like your stuff. Let's meet up at a convention. So when we met up, I think the first PAX we met up at was PAX, was it West? I think it was PAX West mm. 2014. And uh, yeah, we've been, we've been close ever since. He's actually like, He's the one person that through everything that did happen, like I've stayed connected with him. And I think part of that is because we really have never made content consistently together. We've just been friends. And yeah. That's like, that's also super important to have. I think like as much as I encourage creators to get connected with other creators, I think that's so important. But having people that you don't work with, but understand your job is super, super. That's healthy. a really good point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause then there's like, there's no weird strings, but they could say, Hey man, what you're going through, I that sucks. I know exactly how that. It's always know. friendship over business. In yes. That sense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I mean, and now we've put out songs together and stuff. But like that's that's just dude. The middle cover, I love that. Bro, song. thank you. That the was middle just... Jimmy Eat World in general. I wanted to talk about music like briefly. Okay. I fucking love Jimmy Eat World. I wanted to know like music taste. I have no idea where you fall on that. Um. So I mean, I grew up a little emo kid. So I mean, a lot of like Hawthorne Heights, uh, Silverstein. I don't know any silver scene I may have heard of. Bruh. Okay, so like heavy, like post hardcore under oath. Um, I don't even know this. Dude, I know that's wild, dude. Uh, I typed in Silverstein and Dr. Jason M. Silverstein was the first result. <laughs> no, that's not it. Well, they're, they're, probably, they're probably not even a band anymore, honestly. I, I wouldn't even be surprised. <laughs> they broke up. They probably broke up. Do you it's like been metal? a minute. Um, I actually, I can't say, I don't not like metal, but I don't listen to any metal. Gotcha. Yeah. So you like emo music? I, well, I grew up liking emo music. So, I'd say, like, my Chemical Romance. Yeah, MCR. MCR oh, is great. Awesome. Yeah, MCR is great. Jimmy World. I mean, Jimmy World falls into that pop punk genre of like MCR is a little more emo than Jimmy World. Um, and I did listen to Jimmy World a ton growing up. Right now, dude, I'll be honest. The past year, I've been dry on music. I really haven't. I've just been gaming nonstop. I'm just a gamer. Dude, like I'm, I'm just a real girl dedicated gamer now. to the craft. <laughs> I'm obsessed with music. Yeah, I feel like music might be my favorite medium as far as TV show, movie, even YouTube. And I really? watch YouTube wow. every day. I don't know. There's something about like hearing a song. I feel like music more than any other medium or anything in life, like will take you back to a specific moment and feeling you had in that moment than anything. Yeah, well, I mean, because it's such a short increment. Besides, like I guess watching a video is that what you're gonna say. According you to your it? logic, Pokemon cards bring you fucking. They back. do. <laughs> they really freaking. So do. you have to make music about Pokemon cards. Mm. I'll do it, and then you'll get double smacked in the style. Well, um, Randolph is a rapper. 
I might yes. have to hit him up. Yeah, be like, yeah, yo, yeah. let's get on a track, bro. Yep. I'll bring the beat. We'll make it happen. Well, and you guys have worked with um, Scotty on music. Or, oh, I, dude, he's so talented. Shout out, Scotty. Scott. Scotty's so good, dude. Bro, I hit him up two days ago. I was like, yo, I need this like crazy like alert for a, a big donation like that's just like super heavy metal. He made it and literally like a day and mm. it's already live on my channel and it's good to go. He mixes and masters all of our songs. Dude, that's so good. Because when we started doing Sleep Locks, we kind of set this precedent where every time we would open a stream, we would do a song. Okay. So Scotty like became our go-to guy to mix and master yeah, and make yeah, it yeah. sound good. And then my most recent Sleep Lock, there was like a bunch of factors that were just like, the song was not happening. And I was like, yo, Frank, let's do something different. We made this like super corny like disney channel sketch oh my god and people love it they're like yo it's not a song but this is hilarious i didn't see like one bad comment nice, that's, that's rare so it was like oh this is they literally they it really mess with this you cut me out of that <laughs> yo it didn't make sense okay i wish you would have said what the fuck is a sleep lock right you said what the fuck is a nuzlocke and we didn't mention nuzlocke one time in the video it's so, like randomly at the end for you to be like what the fuck's a nuzlocke i was oh. like you gotta cut your you gotta I kill guess. your darlings it I just guess. it doesn't fit that sucks it just didn't fit this is so off topic, but I needed to bring this up because I just want to know your thoughts, both of your thoughts on this. I'm not going to say where I went today, but there's this one, I'll say facility, eh, not facility. This is place I go to that has the same worker there every time I go. Okay. And I'll just say she's a bitch. I hate her. Do I know this place? Probably not. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you both later. It's not yeah, like yeah, a bitch. Yeah. I just don't want people like putting two and two together and being like, oh, there, there's the bitch and show up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's like, it makes me physically like not want to go there and I have to go there. Right. Okay. And it's like, every time I go, I'm like, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt today. Yeah. Bitch. Every time. Every time. Was so rude today to like a 65 year old man. And I was just like, I don't. I know exactly what the facility is just with that sentence. Yeah. I know hundred percent what it is. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I know what it is too. Yeah. I'm like, what, what is going on here? And I, I've lost. I know what it is actually. <laughs> Keep saying it. They're going to figure it out, Phil. <laughs> Shit. I'll write it on my notepad here so you guys can have the satisfaction. I, of... could I could tell you what that is, though. What is it? Here, right here. Bam. She's just mad at herself. That's true. Well, I feel like that's what stems from most here. I wrote it down right on the bottom there. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. Yep. Bro, and like, I, I, I'm really bad with like remembering where things are. And I lost this one thing. I'm sorry this is so cryptic, but it's the, the <laughs> overarching story here is just we're dealing with people that are bitchy or rude when you go to certain places and like I lo lose this thing and I yeah. go there I have to tell her I lost it and she gives me a fucking attitude just just let me know how much it is to replace the fucking thing and we move on yeah. but it's always a whole song and dance with this girl I would say she's just mad at herself <sighs> she might not like the place that she is that you go to you know like she might not even want to be there yeah she clearly does not want so to what do you, so wait, wait, was there a question was like, the whole thing is just like is there some is there a relatability here like do you go somewhere maybe like a grocery store or something where like you have to go there mm. but you have to deal with a person that's going to make your life a little uncomfortable for yes. that span okay. of time so i used to work at a country club and there was this fucking asshole that used to work there right Ugh. when i was a uh, lifeguard right okay and he was the guy that would like clean like, do the chemicals in the pool. Like, lifeguards don't really touch that. Check the pH levels. Lifeguards test the pH levels, but we don't put the chemicals in, okay. right? So this guy would always just be, he was, like, weird with the girls, and they were young, and Ugh. he was, like, rude to the guys. He had this weird masculinity complex, and he was just a fucking dick. <laughs> and, like, there's literally not much you can do other than just, like, kind of laugh and yeah. be, like, uh, this, I try this just too. a miserable I try man. to, like, be, like, not over-charismatic, but, like, try to get a sm Nothing, dude. And I like to consider myself a pretty charismatic guy. Right. I can't get this girl to I smile. would buy life insurance from you, dude. I mean, you're pretty charismatic. <laughs> okay, Saul Goodman. That's what Shady yeah. said when we started the show. 
Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't think it's anything you do, dude. You got luck. Let it rock. Yeah. Oh God. It's just you go what? there, you do your thing that you have to do when you go to that place, and you leave. And you leave. Yeah. Maybe Seems one like day really... she'll smile. Yeah. Dude, a year, no <laughs> smiles, only bad interaction. That sucks. I almost want to like bring. I honestly, I want to bring her like a pizza or like a thing of cupcakes. You but I feel like even that would get a bit. What is this? Yeah. What is this? At my place of work, <laughs> yeah. cupcakes. You know, I'm just. Can't win. Is she older? Probably in her thirties. Okay. Yeah. I'm. Can you tell? I'm very. I'm. I'm just yeah. You, my you day actually. Today. You actually this was a have beautiful like, day. You know, what, you know what it is? I think you're internalizing other people's energies, right? Mm. Like, there's no reason why that lady should affect you. She's been. She's being a. You know. Her chakras just throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> Try to just be a good person. Like, like, you, make- you take that and you're like, it bothers you. But why? I don't know. I why don't are know. you owning that? Because like you make content, dude. If you're owning this person's, maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe you're overcompensating from all like the non-absorbing of chakra you can do on the internet because you can't absorb everyone's chakra on the mm. internet too much. You can't get the full vibe. There's too much negativity there, no. and, and, like you can't. So like maybe like this is your outlet, bro. This is where you're like, I want to see this person happy. <laughs> yeah, I need to. Well, you know what it is too. Like I I would give her the benefit of the doubt the first couple of encounters. Maybe she's having a bad day. You don't know what anyone's going through. Who the hell goes through things for a year straight like that where it's like every time she's that angry? She's miserable, dude. We got to help her out. Dude, she might like, she might be going through it, dude. First of all, it's 2020. She don't even know. Right. You know what? I judged her too much. I'm sorry. If I worked there, I would be a fucking (laughs) dick, dude. Are you kidding me? I used to be a dick at the pizzeria. I can't even lie. I hated working there. 12 hour days in the hot, in front of the hot oven. Ugh. That sounds awful. Grumpy, hungry people. You forgot their fucking side of sauce. They come back in with a tirade. Just ready to. That's two things. You, you forget things when you go to this place. You're forgetting sauce, man. <sighs> man, I'm forgetful, dude. Ah, that sucks. I never lose my wallet, though. Just started mm. using a wallet recently. Yeah. I always <laughs> just go out with my ID and cash. That was it. Now okay. I don't have any more. I just have You look like you're now. dressed like a guy that does that. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? Let me tell you something. Dude, I'm just. Listen, man. I Sometimes on the show, I like to vent, you know, whether yeah. there's a guest or not a guest. I got to express show. myself. You do what you got to do. Yo, Shady. It's like my therapy. Yeah. You're older than us. You got any life advice? You're seven, any, you're, anything. You're seven years older than me. That's five wild, years that's older wild. than him. Um, sprinkle some wisdom on him. Okay. Uh, money's fake. Money's fake. Buddhism is where it's at. Uh, Buddhism has some good stuff going for it, for sure. I play D and D. Play D and D. Play D and D. Um, heavy metal. Heavy no. metal. No, <laughs> I mean heavy metal's fine. Emo. <laughs> I would. I would say, if I could give someone the, if I had to pick the best life advice from my young baby 29 year old mind, it would be to care a little less about the things you think you care about and care a little more about the things you don't care about. Mm. Like take, take inventory, bro. <laughs> take inventory. Okay. That's, that would be the, do I you have a concrete the... example? Okay. Cause I love that. I really do. So for me a long time, the amount of money I made was very important to me. I identified as being someone who made X dollars a year, at least, at least six figures. That's like the minimum I had to make. Um, and then once you start making more than that multiple times over, it's like, okay, that's a new benchmark. This is where I'm finding my identity. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is take inventory of where you're, where you're getting your identity from. Like what, what will upset you the most? For example, you're a people pleaser because you want to make yeah. this lady really happy. Yeah, I do. Like, and that's not a bad, that's not a bad thing. Um, but you take inventory of like what things really make you feel alive and then how much of those things you actually have control over. Like for me, when it comes to, when it came to me struggling with my identity as a, as a creator and as a person getting X amount of views and, 
and making money. Uh, I had way less control over that than I thought because all of a sudden someone else's life turning upside down turned my life upside down. Um, so that was a huge wake up call to me. That's why the past like two years, I really have just been secluded and really trying to take inventory of what's important to me. Um, and then I would find things that, like, you know, when you start out a relationship with someone, you're head over heels, you're in the honeymoon phase, you're great. Um, and I love my wife so much, but there was a time where like, I was not putting in enough time into that relationship that I claimed that I cared so much about. Mm. And that would actually be, a, that's actually the biggest thing is that people at the end of the day, both from isolating and then uh, focusing on my closest relationship and now wanting to get more relationships with like creators in the workplace. Uh, relationships are the most important thing in your life. Hands down. I, I agree. It doesn't matter what else it does. <clears throat> money's money. Money's money's very important. Money's also fake though, but money's very, <laughs> money's very important. I get it. Having things is very important. People will always be more important than things period. And like the more people, I don't want to say the more people, the higher quality of people you can have in your life the better off your life will be. No one, not a single person on their deathbed goes, man, I wish I would have worked 10 more hours so I could have made an extra $100 in the week. They think about, man, I should have I should have given my daughter that bath on her sixth birthday instead of going to work early. Or man, I should, it's always relationship. That's yep. the only life regrets people have. So like if you're doing, if you're spending a lot of time doing something and it's not involving other people and not involving creating relationships, evaluate and figure out why. Mm. That was that was legit. He's a sage. <laughs> He's a fucking grand wizard. That was some grand wizard shit, yeah. dude. I'm not saying that again. That's it. That was uh, that's the best advice I could ever that's come some, up with. That was that some was, Dumbledore. That's some Gandalf that, type shit. Very solid. I feel inspired right now. I'm gonna go for a fuck fucking five k after this. <laughs> Just with that loop to that place of work with a cupcake for yeah. you. Yeah, here you go. That's it. Yep. You're dude, a person. Take this. Uh, I wanted to bring this up earlier. I forgot. Um, on Joe Rogan's podcast, Kanye actually brought up something that made me sit back and go like, holy shit, I want to I want to talk about this with Phil. Okay. And you definitely will have some good thoughts on this because you keep saying money's fake. He said, um, I don't remember how he approached it, but he said something along the lines of, okay, well, we're in all this debt in America. What is what does the earth cost? Mm. And just that one question, I literally sat up in my bed. I go, what the fuck is Kanye getting <laughs> to? Because this is an interesting topic. It's like, well, what does everything cost? What do you mean? Like if, if we had to, let's say aliens came down and they were like Frieza and they were selling planets. What the hell would the earth be worth? The earth is priceless. Weird, weird topic. But what does it have to do with? I don't know. I just, with death. I, I heard it. I heard it and I felt some type of way. I just, oh. I can't explain it. I'm going to level with you, bro. When Kanye says something, you have to just like, I lose brain cells. Yeah. <laughs> Many grains of salt. Oh, yeah. there, there, there might be some wisdom in there, but also <laughs> it's like it's like taking a jar and like throwing some sand in it and shaking it around. It's like making noise, a little bit of noise, but it's such a small piece of wisdom. It's like not. It's like that magic eight ball. It's like, uh, yeah. uh, yes. you know, the thing that floats around. Yeah, of course. Ant, that. Like the magic conch. Yeah. Yeah. What should we do? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. What kind of shows did you watch growing up? Uh, a lot of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, are you afraid of the dark? You ever hear that? No. Oh, God, oh wait, what is that boomer? Is that the one with the monster that held his eyeballs? No, that's Avril Monsters, which is that amazing. Watched, yeah. Avril Monsters is amazing. Yeah, I watched a lot of car uh, Nickelodeon Cartoon Network. Um, Any Maggie I mean, and the Ferocious Beast? Why does that sound so familiar? The big uh, polka dotted monster, yellow and red. I think I I can close my eyes and see that. I don't think I watched it. Ooh, that was a I would good have show. to see. I have to see it. I mean, it depends. Like growing up is weird. Like I, I mean, I was obsessed with Teen Titans. You get into that phase, right? Once you start watching Teen Titans, that's like 
oh, now I'm going to really watch anime. So then I watch Inuyasha, Dragon Ball Z. This is the monster Naruto. from Maggie and the Ferocious. Oh my God, yes! Yeah, dude, he's 100%, great. he's amazing. Yeah, right? I think this is like a rematch. This is what we watched. Yes, you there can we go. That's the pig with the chef hat. Phil, that's you, bro. bro that's, that's you in me. the kitchen, bro. That's me. Cooking Wait, up greatness. Ha- Halloween costumes, right there. Yo, oh. is this us three? That's all. <laughs> all right, Shady, Ferocious Beast, Phil, Pig. I'll be the little girl with the hat. W. I just need to get overalls. Actually, I have overalls from the Mario costume I do every year, which I will be Mario again nice, this year. Nice, nice. Any you Halloween plans? Any uh, dressing no, up? Uh, I know that my daughter is dressing up as, I think, Snow White and my son as a dwarf. That's amazing. So we got him like a giant, <laughs> he's got a giant white beard. He's I like seven it. months, eight months. Is trick-or-treating happening? I think that Kumo said it's happening. He said he's not banning it this year. So nice. right on us. If we want to, we can. I know. I don't know if we're going to go trick-or-treating or not. I have no idea. Probably will. Abby will love it. How old are your um, kids? So Abby's turning two next week, actually, Dude, on bless. Monday. That's awesome. I know. And uh, Wes just turned seven months. So is this first Halloween where they might go trick-or-treating? Yes. Last oh, year she was two. Dude. We pushed her around in a stroller, but now she can run. So <laughs> That's hype. So I want to do it zoom. so bad. I want her to zoom around. I, t- I talked about how uh, when I have my house and everything set up, I thought we were going to be ready to go by Halloween, but we're clearly not. We definitely need another month of work. But yeah. I want to be like the coolest house in the neighborhood where, you know those houses that they put out the bowl and right. they say, please take one to like five pieces. Yeah. I'm just going to say, if you find the bowl, take everything in the bowl. And then when they take everything, I'll just refill the bowl. Mm. I'll probably only be able to sustain that for about 10 kids. Yeah. But 10 kids are going to have the greatest day of their lives. I want to yeah. be known as that house, you know, yeah, that man. just like gives the fucking king size candy bars. Like, Dude, I hate it when you would get like a quarter. A quarter? People <laughs> around here used to give quarters and apples. Bro, na- this- just stay healthy. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm walking all around the neighborhood. I don't need to burn more calories. I don't, I don't need to eat healthy. Trick or treat. You should give those people tricks. Hundred percent. If someone gives me a quarter, I'm giving them an egg in the house. Right. Trick or apple. Yeah. Have Jeez. you seen QB Halloween? No. Oh. Adam Sandler. You gotta watch. Ah, I, I loved it. You loved it. I don't know if like the mainstream. He's is gonna it like love a, it. Is it a cartoon? Is it like Eight Crazy Nights? I don't know why that's no. Me, it's live. It's live action. Oh, okay. But it has a what lot of live action. It's live action. It's it's Adam Sandler as Adam Sandler. It's not like a cartoon right Oh, he's Hubie Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Sandler as Hubie. <laughs> okay. You Do you like the, in his heyday, like the Waterboy, Happy yeah, Waterboy, yeah, yeah, yeah. you like those? Okay, yeah. so you'll like it. It's same humor? Yeah, it's very Adam Sandler. The whole crew and cast is oh, okay. there. You cool. want to talk about people that have worked together for a long time, dude. That oh crew has been together God. since the late, late early 90s, maybe? Mm-hmm. Crazy. They're literally family, for sure. Yeah, how have they not broken up yet or gotten in any fights? Who? The Adam Sandler clique, like Rob Schneider, all those dudes. Well, that's just his best friend. They're all just like in every movie together. What's who's the guy from the King of Queens? Oh, Kevin James. That Kevin guy. James. Yeah, he's in every movie. I love Kevin yeah, James. He like, lives around here, right? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. You know, he's actually like a trained uh, MMA fighter too. You wouldn't think it. <laughs> he re- I could have thought you were serious. No, I'm dead serious. He's really? a little rap. Yeah, in that movie that he did where oh, he was like a yeah. fighter, that was legit. Joe okay. Rogan talked. I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. If you okay. couldn't tell by now, I'm nice. obsessed. Are you? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I won't mention the other podcast that I love because Phil will throw. I love Impulsive. All right, it's not a bad podcast. Joe Rogan, Impulsive. It's not. It's great. It's not as good as ours. Obviously, sorry, yeah, Logue. That's a fact. Nah, I call him Logue now because we're yeah. Because you got yeah. I mean, you literally you uh, you got Pokemon cards for him. So listen, that's forget it. It's about over. It. That 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 bond will never be broken. Oh man, dude. We listen. Um, we're on a roll. If you want to keep going, if there's anything else you want to talk about. I, I mean, I'm 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 pretty much an open book. I don't really have any topics that I was thinking of. What are your main goals in life besides uh, retiring at 35? Retire. Okay, so reti- besides that, uh, I want to have that apartment complex for sure. That by, is my by biggest. By what age? 
that's hard, right? Because what's the, the theta on that? Oh, I like that. Look circle. at this. It's going to be theta gang before we know it. I love it. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would think that I could realistically have that happen by by forty. Um, it's it's it's, it's uh, but I don't know, right? We have no idea what's going to happen next week. So that kind of also is going to put America in a, like a whatever whatever happens happens. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't, dude. I don't know. Like, I I think apartment complex. And I really, the only thing I really care about is like my kids and my wife, like my family. I don't have any other major, I did for a while, like YouTube was my big goal. Like let me hit a hundred thousand, let me hit 500,000, let me hit a million. Um, never hit a million. Does that uh, even, does that matter to you? No. Cause right now I'm at 550 K and like, I'm still in that zone where it's like, I want to hit a fucking million. So I don't think that's a bad thing. If, if that, if you have that, I think that if you don't have that, like I didn't, I have no chance of hitting a million. I think you have to have that's that. That's not true. I I think so. You can hit a million. No, no. I, well, I think I would, I would have to want it. Mm. I think you have to mm. want a million to get a million. You need that drive. Yeah. Cause you need to do things. You need to do YouTube strategically. Right. To get that. Uh, and I just don't have that desire. It's just not a goal of mine anymore, which is fine. Other priorities. Yeah. And for a long time I felt like less than right. Cause you have this goal and then I reached 500 K and then everything happened. And it's like, okay, so I guess I, I've wanted to hit a million for so long and I've been focusing on grinding this out and now all of a sudden it doesn't mean anything to me. What am I? You like you feel like a shell for a little mm. bit. Um, but so yeah. So now now goals is just like I just want to see. I just want to teach my kids how fake money is, uh, and I want to make sure that they whatever they <laughs> at age two yeah, look, during trick or treating this money's candy's real money's fake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can eat candy. You can't eat money. Yeah, that's all you need to know. You definitely seem like you have a very good uh, pulse on like you as a person right mm. now though, which is better than really two years ago. really really cool to see. Like literally. Yeah. Two feet away from me. Like it's it's dope. I, yeah. I'm 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 happy for you that you're at this level of like realization, it yeah. seems like. Would Thank you ever you. vlog? I would I would I would vlog. Um I've like pushed back on like doing family vlogs because like I don't want to put that Ace family. Because <laughs> I feel like I feel like the shady fam. We know dude, it would literally the be shady, shady family. family. Shady family. <laughs> I'd so sub. Good. I I would sub. I like I don't the problem is is like I, we, we know that social media people put their best foot forward. And that's not a bad thing. It's just how it is. People put their, most people, 95% put their best foot forward. You're seeing a filtered image. You're seeing the best after 20 selfies. Like, I don't know if I want to put that pressure on my family, mm. right? Mm. I think that we would make killer content, but I don't know if it's worth it. Honey, we got a fucking report today. <laughs> Get in front of the camera. It's time to make a vlog. Oh. Is your daughter funny? Can she, you see the, uh, the personality coming she's out? She's so already? funny, man. Yeah. She's hilarious. That's awesome. Um, she, and she loves, so like, these are things that I'm like taking notes, like literally writing down. She literally loves animals so much. It sounds cliche, but she loves animals and she loves dancing. Those are the two things that I see in Does her. Does she have a she, favorite animal? Um, my sister-in-law's dog, Molly, is her favorite animal in the world. That's so she, it's a golden, it's a golden uh, doodle. Why did um, I know it was a golden doodle? I, don't know. I felt that with it. You might have had it stored. Mm. People, everyone loves golden doodles. Also, hive mind. We didn't talk about how this is a simulation. Oh, oh let's my talk God, about it, dude. Oh, are you kidding me? Let's go for another. Hour. Are you guys? Are you guys believers in the simulation? I need it to be explained a little bit further to okay, me, but I feel like I'm not. That's fair. But I feel I'm like it could be. Yeah, I'm open to it as well. It's entirely possible. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, <laughs> obviously, the simulation theory says that. Man will eventually get to the point where we will understand how to simulate a society the same way we have. Kind of like Sims, literally something we already know how to do, but do it in a more large scale. And if man figures that out, it's very likely that we are already in a simulation. Mm. Because if man can do it once, there's no way to know whether we did it again. And apparently there's all this like uh, 
theory on it, like things that were left over from previous simulations that they just threw in there to screw with us, like the pyramids and, and things that are things that are literally inexplainable. Yeah. Um, are just like remnants of past uh, past simulations. I OK, so I, I will never say this again. This is a uh, this is a podcast exclusive for you guys. Get ready. I obviously don't like fully believe in the simulation, <laughs> but I but I really want it to be real okay. so bad. So I just tell everyone and tell myself that I believe in it. Because, like, it just makes so much sense to me. Like, it just, I don't know. Things seem so scripted. Especially, like, when you learn about, like, the 12 white men that run everything. Like, as far as, and this this is good. Oh, my gosh. This sounds like such aluminum hat, like, tinfoil hat. <laughs> but there's literally, like, these 12 people that own every single. Illuminati type shit? Essentially, it's what. It's is not, Jeff Bezos in there? Jeff Bezos is not in there, actually. Who's in there? <sighs> Rockefeller? Are we talking about robber barons? Like, Listen, what? we can't... <laughs> Back in the day, if the I start yeah. If I start naming names, that door is going to get busted mm. down. Yeah, I want to keep this house intact, please. My they, parents' house. We got to make sure everything's <laughs> all right down here. All to be said, there's like these 12 people that own every single new... Anything you've ever consumed from any TV station, any website, whatever, it's oh, owned... you're talking about media. Yeah, it's the owned by these 12 the people. Media. The orders of the media. Mm. Now, that's a, that's a... That's a whole different That's it. ballpark. I'm, for sure, but it also, like, if there's 12 people that can own everything, like, these people have come to power by something, right? So my theory would be that they come from, like, the bloodline of people that know about the simulation, that literally know how it runs. So mm. they're in the game, so to speak. They're Yeah, they're, like, they're in the, but they're in the game, they're they're placed in the game. The rest of us are spawned, like, uh, like in Sims, but they're, like, actually, like, they know they're in We're the just game. random NPCs. So, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're and NPCs. And they're legit. So you you mentioned that everything seems so planned, right? Yeah. Like predestined, predestination? Uh, you believe I, in fate? I don't want to say completely predestined. I do, I am actually, I've become recently a, a very big believer in cause and effect, where like, not that, uh, so there's determinism and free will. Not that we have no free will, but that our free will at best is a result of something else that has happened. Mm. But it still feels free. And that feeling shouldn't be like some people will dismiss it. Hardcore determinists and will just say, hey, no, no, no. That's just a feeling. It doesn't matter. But because that feeling exists, I I lean more towards soft determinism, which says, hey, that feeling is as free as you can possibly get. But it's still cause and effect. Like every literally everything else in our world is cause and effect. Anything you observe is one is, there's in science is, is cause and effect. Mm. Like, so why would why would humans be any different? I watched a, a horror movie yesterday called Voorhees. Okay. It's a Dutch film, meaning The Vanishing. It's a horror movie. It's so fucked up. Very depressing. But there's no gore. There's no plot devices that would make you think like, oh, this is like a horror movie. You know, it's all purely psychological. So the main character, which is actually like the killer, uh, had, had a thought experiment at 16 years old. And you learn this when you watch the movie that he was on like a balcony and he wanted to jump off. He wanted to hurt himself, not die, but like he wasn't. He was far enough to like break bones, right? And he said that it was predestined for him not to jump. And to go against that predestination would be to jump. And that's the purpose of all of his actions in life from there on forward. Wow. So what he wants to do, he doesn't do it because he feels that the predetermined thing would be to not do what yeah. he wants to do. Yeah. So Whoa, he so he jumped. Fuck. And he broke his arm and broke like, you know, his hand. Can you imagine shit. living like that though? Anytime you have a feeling I should do this, you just don't do it. Well then. He, I mean, he's a complete psychopath yeah. in the movie because he's batshit crazy. And then you find out later on in the movie, spoiler alert, don't listen if you don't want to hear this, but I doubt anyone's going to watch this foreign film. From <laughs> I was going to say, where did you find Voorhees, the from, Dutch film? From 1980. <laughs> what the fuck? So he abducts, he abducts the other main character's girlfriend, right? 
Savage. for three years. Oh my and, god! And starts taunting the guy. So the guy's going crazy. And eventually he reveals himself to him. He's like, "I'm your guy. I'm the killer. I'm going to show you what happened to your wife." Right? It's crazy. So he's like, "Okay, fine." He goes with him. Obviously not fine, but he goes with him. And then he's like, "For you to know what I did to your wife." you're going to have to drink this coffee and there's a sleeping pill in here. And then when you wake up, you will know what happened to your wife. And he's like, he doesn't do it. He's like, fuck this. He walks away. And then he gets, he's like, it's predestined for me not to drink it. And to go against that predestination would be for me to drink it. So he drinks it. And does he just die? He wakes up in a coffin getting buried alive. <laughs> Is that how it ends? Yeah. That's Wait, the fucking yeah. climax? <laughs> yep. Jesus Christ. Wait, and that's, that's the main character of the movie, the guy that jumped off the, off the building? He's the killer. He's the killer. And he explained that logic to the guy. And okay. Then the guy was oh, like. Oh, the guy just listened and did it? No, he he didn't do it. But then he thought Had about it and he was like, it's predestined for me not to drink it. So to, it, to go against that, I'm going to drink it. Bro, I feel, <laughs> I feel like a puddle right now. I know. What the fuck? It's crazy, right? It, 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 that conversation always fucks with me because it's like, I really do believe like going back to what you said and even what you're talking about with this movie. It's like, you have these feelings that you make these decisions, but ultimately was I already going to make this decision in the grand scheme of things? Am I really choosing right now or was this just going to happen anyway? I don't know. Cause I also believe in like signs, like, mm -hmm. like to that Logan Paul with the Pokemon thing. I, I wanted to buy the pack. I ended up not buying it. I regretted not buying it. Cause he said on his show, they sold every pack. Then randomly while I'm working out, I see an Instagram story that there's like two or three packs left. That to me is like, buy the fucking pack. You mm -hmm. wanted to, you didn't do it. Now you have another chance to do it. Well, and then I end up pulling the second best card in the box. It just, it all was just weird. Mm, you know, it like, yeah. it, it was like too good to be true type of stuff. Well, what's weird is like, you can flip flop back and forth between like, should I buy the pack? Should I not buy the pack? But what if the entire time it's written out that you get that pack? You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that you flip flopping has no bearing on what's actually going to happen. Cause in the end, you it's were going to happen that anyway. So it's fucking trippy. Yeah, that is trippy. That's why your pack is a Charizard, and you're no, eventually going to open it dude, on your channel, and Rhyme's, it's going to be sick. Rhyme thinks that two of my three packs has Charizards in it. Did you see that Logic oh opened up that box that had three Charizards in that it? That was a base set, right? Base set, non-first edition. Three Charizards. And those cards now, I mean, you saw, if they're PSA 10, they're almost six figures, or they're above six figures now, even for non-first edition. So he took... So you want to sell me a pack? Dude, I don't know. It's so hard, man. <laughs> What's crazy is that I literally sold two packs to to Leonhardt like a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, he is the best. Dude, know, he's, you want to talk about Leonhardt. a sweetheart? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, one of the biggest in the TCG community, if not the biggest. He is the nicest guy ever. I ask him like 30 questions a week. I feel Do so you bad. really? Oh, yeah. my God. And he always answers, so thank you. <laughs> he said he's going to come on the show, too. So no dude, way. That'd be awesome. No way. Dude, he has a... You look at his video where it's like a million-dollar collection. He just starts taking out booster pack after booster box after he has a rare million dollar card. collection yeah right it's the second video that he just posted this one no, no, oh, no those are the most viewed yeah it's crazy and you gotta wonder like did he just buy all that when it was like he, like when it was like a hundred dollar box you I know think, like, well, he's been doing this for years right yeah. so he's been building that collection yeah when it was cheaper he didn't buy all that in the past six three months yeah yeah um so yeah he's just i mean he's such a he's such a good guy dude he's he's done so much good in the world oh too. my god it's amazing like uh yeah, so I, I literally just sold him two packs like four weeks ago, and now they've like tripled in price since I've sold him. So like, <laughs> it's like it's like one of those things where it's like, I love you, man, but I just lost like 40 grand, so no, I'm kind of pissed. Money but, is fake. Yeah, but money, so literally, dude, so any other time, if you want to know how fake money is, when I first got into the stock market, uh, I lost 20 grand on Tesla options. Like I literally posted on WSP. I got Tesla. Do you have Tesla? But I don't do options. That's smart. How do you, how do you get into options? So you have to prove yourself? No, it's nonsense. Robinhood is just like, hey, you have money? Cool. 
Wait, it. but like, why why can't I get the feature? You do can. I, do I just not have enough money? In the Probably account? not. <laughs> that might just is be it, it. Are you one of the 12 that fucking run this shit? Yeah. No. Are you the Illuminati, bro? No, because I'm literally telling everyone to stop focusing on all their money. Like I said, the only reason I'm focusing on this money is so that I can focus on the important things. Yeah. Like, I want to get retired 35 so I can spend the next 35 years doing good. Like, Did you ever get a 10-bagger? I, I've got a 10-bag losser, but I've never... <laughs> okay, so a 10-bagger is 10 times return on your money, right? Mm-hmm. It's just fuck. It's like the most. Jesus, you, can, you lost ten times. Well, I in Tesla options. I yeah, because I put two grand in. I yeah, I lost twenty grand. I lost twenty grand on Tesla. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but the but a ten bagger is a pot. Like yeah, ten bagger is a positive thing. Like you you put two grand and you make twenty grand on it. Yeah, ten times the, your return. That's fuck. I need to get into that. That's yeah. just that's just gangster. Dude. I had a five bagger a couple days ago on Adobe. I did a call. I did like twenty options, uh, and I spent what was it three thousand. And I made 50, like 14, it was under five. So it was like 14,000. So it was still God a great damn. profit. I just don't understand stocks. I, I I haven't been in that world at all. I'm sure mm. I could grasp it pretty quickly, but it's just, it seems so stressful to me. Well, the thing that I'm doing is definitely, well, the thing that I should, the only thing I should be doing is not stressful at all. Like Theta Gang is the least stress I've ever had making money. Nice. Like it's, and that's why it's fake. That's why money's fake. Um, so you're saying it's just easy. It's it's literally just easy. Like, we, we gotta talk. Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> it's the, How come you're not making tutorial videos? Yeah, why don't you have this shady could, you stocks? Could be a, yeah, none shady of this, stocks. I should have said this, none of this is legal advice. Uh, none of this is financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. I cannot give financial advice. This is all for entertainment purposes only now that disclaimer's out of the way. Of course. Um, yeah, I can talk to you guys and I'll have to say that like 400 <laughs> times, but that's why I, I haven't, right? Because you can't give financial advice. And I also would hate to give financial advice and even though it's been working for me, for it to tank someone's life. Yeah. That's why the number one rule Shady, is the number one rule is you Shady never, gave me bad advice. Yeah. Here's my story. Yes, You're yeah. sitting there telling Financial everyone flop. my Shady Peng. Oh my God. <laughs> we show me at a coffee shop and just talk stocks. Dude, sometime I, next week. I love stocks, man. Do you like coffee? I love coffee. What type of coffee do you like? Uh, I usually just drink like black, like right now I'm drinking sludge. Just sludge. Right now I'm just drinking, drinking like the black pumpkin Starbucks mm. like in my house. All right, yellow flavor yeah. in there. Yellow flavor. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I like cream, but don't get me wrong, but like I'll usually right now, if I'm trying to like, because it's coming up to winter and I don't want to eat a crap ton more than I already have. So I'm trying to cut calories somewhere. There so I'm go. drinking my coffee black. Do you ever um, have espresso? I have, but not like on the regular. He's addicted, bro. You're addicted? I am, espresso king. I'm the caffeine god. Dude. How do you Step fun? into my world. Do you do just one a day? One espresso day? Is that <laughs> you do? Fuck that. Baby <laughs> numbers, dog. Yeah, I got to start my day with a double shot. Oh and then you yeah, yeah, your 2 p.m. double shot. I'd be running through sheetrock walls. I and think then, you're due. And then at, uh, yeah, dude, this, I mean. So normally I'll drink like two to three caffeine, okay. caffeine things a day. Yeah, but if those are like double shots, that's like not ghost, ghost through me. That's crazy. I ha okay, so for example, I streamed Dead by Daylight last night for three hours. And you're um, almost dead by daylight because you were drinking so much coffee. From like, from like 9.30 to 12.30, right? And I was drinking espresso while I was playing. That's, I can't even imagine, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Fell asleep. That, I, th it doesn't bring you any anxiety. I feel like I get anxious when I drink okay, coffee. Okay, it amplifies my anxiety uh, if I have it. 100%. Okay. And you if, have it every day? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, but I don't have anxiety every day. I'm anxious all the time. Why? I don't know. Are you anxious? Uh, I would say that I, from time to time, yeah. I feel like anxiety's baseline. Every human experiences anxiety. Thank you, social media. Shit. That's literally why. Twitter is a fucking cesspool of angst. What? Why do you think social media... I, not that I'm saying I disagree. Yeah, or agree, yeah. But. I mean, social media 100% has made the human race more anxious than ever because we're constantly comparing ourselves and constantly feeding our brains these images. Like, so when you scroll, like you don't, like you may, not, you may not be thinking anything. Your brain is taking that. So that's social media diet. 
Yeah, literally. Like, and your your brain is munching, 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 and tucking it away in its brain gut, and it's gonna get sick. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally a fact. My wife cut out Instagram uh, in ja- like in January, and within like three months, like felt amazing. Literally, she's just like, I feel so much better. It's insane. Yeah. Like, such a crazy improvement. And Instagram, in my opinion, compared to like a Twitter, it's not even that bad. Like Twitter, mm-hmm. the problem is everyone's opinion is on. You get their opinion, then the opinion of other people that they agree with, and most of the time it's all negative shit on your feed, and you're just like, oh my god. That's why I follow oh like my god. nine people on Yeah, Twitter. I think I, <laughs> you, you actually, he went on a mass unfollowing a couple years ago, right? And you were following zero yeah, people I for think, a long time. I think it was, I think it was August last year. I literally, I was following like 700 people, and I went down to one. I followed my wife, and she I don't follow, I don't follow anyone on Instagram, on my business Really? Okay, I have a cool. personal one that I hate, but I still keep it. <laughs> yeah. You know, healthy. But I literally have zero following on Instagram because it's just I find myself scrolling. I'm like, there's a fucking waste of time. Like yep. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Instagram I like. I don't really have much complaint with Instagram. You have a healthy Tw- relationship with it. Yeah, Twitter though, oh, fuck that, dude. I, I love Twitter though because I love connecting with people. But like yeah. the news feed, I stayed away from it for a while and I did feel better. But it's tough. It like it's like a drug. Like I just yeah. I'll be laying in bed and I, I don't know if you guys do this, like before I sleep, I'll just open and close apps. Like yep. repeatedly yeah. swipe I, I, through my app drawer for no reason. Like I'll pick up my phone, hit Instagram, close it immediately, pick up, to, uh, hit Twitter, close immediately, put my phone down. Yeah. I'll do that five motion, like, throughout. That ritual. Throughout yep. my life, throughout my day. Um, it's fucked. Yeah, it is, it is. It, and, like, it's it's such evidence of, like, hey, there is something seriously wrong with our culture and my brain, specifically. Uh, it's crazy. What it kind is, of anxiety, if you feel comfortable talking about, like, what exactly happens? Do you get the jitters? Um, do you overthink things? Are you a dweller? Do you have OCD? I would think that my biggest, my biggest anxiety comes from social anxiety. So when I know I have to go into a setting with either new people, hey, um, or like uh, a large amount of people, like especially like going to conventions. Like a PAX. Yeah, like a PAX, like yeah. that last PAX. And I didn't always have this for sure, developed as I as the past like five years. Um, so definitely that's my largest. And then I, I'm definitely an overthinker. Like I still, I have a tweet that I sent out. I won't say when because I don't want to say when because uh, I don't want people to find out which tweet it is. But I still have so much anxiety over this tweet because like it's just a dumb tweet. It's just stupid, but I can't delete it because it exists already and it's been recognized by specific mm. people. So it has to sit there, but I literally think about this tweet before I go to bed and I say, "Man, you're so dumb for typing that." And that's awful. Like that's a terrible thing to think about and yourself. You, you can't delete it? I can't delete it Why because not? then you people will know it's deleted. I have to wait longer. Not to, not even that though. How, how fresh is But it also tweet? doesn't matter if I delete it, right? It doesn't matter because the people that have recognized it have already registered that is a dumb tweet. Mm. Like th- that is a dumb individual. Like an only stupid, stupid person would tweet that. Mm. See, I look at it from a different lens. See, what I do is, let's say, for example, I, I had a, an issue on this show in particular, and I've, I've never actually talked about this on the show, but I would get so anxious about things that I said on the show in this mm. block of two hours that I would start doing cuts. Okay. And, and I do like the podcast review. So it came to the point where there were just too many cuts. Yeah. I was starting to trap myself in this realm of nothing I'm saying is okay. So after my ex-girlfriend came on and we got really drunk and we had this crazy episode where all these things got cut and I said to myself, all right, you know what? Moving forward, no more cuts. Unless wow. it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. I'm being too hard on myself. I'm not going to do any more cuts. And since then we haven't had a single cut in the last six weeks, which is wow. great for me. But I'll, I'll force myself. If I did a tweet that I didn't like, I'll be like, don't delete it. Don't delete it because you're just feeding your own demons mm-hmm. right now. By deleting it, you're solidifying in your head. I did fuck up. I'm not, I'm, I'm going backwards. The yeah, predestination. Yeah. You know? Exactly. It's predestined mm-hmm. for you to delete Voorhees, that. Bro. And to go against that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I, with Twitter though, in particular, like I very rarely will feel the need to delete a tweet because I'm so 
OCD before I send it. I'll reread it 300 times. Wow. Yeah. I, I've never, I've never. I'm not an re- impulse tweeter. I've never reread a tweet before I've sent it. That's why I have so many typos tweet, in my tweets. Bam. That's it. I, and then I just press tweet. <laughs> yeah. Press As, well, typos I have all the time, but like if there's, if there's like a hot take I have, I'll put it in the drafts. I'll go about my day. Wow. And then when I cool down, Dude, I'll be like, don't send that. Your shit. hot takes consist of Subway sandwiches, you know, are pretty fucking good. Well, that's why most of the hot takes don't make it out. Oh. They're in the draft. If you saw my draft, I just though, took a poop at 2 p.m. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm very, uh, dude, I try to be a, the least problematic I could be in every facet of my life. That's amazing. Because, like, fuck being problematic. So, you dude. use Twitter regularly? Yeah. Yep. I didn't for a while when I was on my cleanse. I really didn't use He's it at all. verified, bro. But, uh, you know, you got, I know it's crazy. You got, you got the contact? <laughs> I only, yeah, I what only, the fuck is up, dude? I only got verified. You, you verified on Instagram? No. Twitter stops. Twitter stops verifying people unless they uh, had a like a, basically an LLC or a company. Like say, hey, this person is legit. So mm. the reason I got verified is because I hosted Pokemon Worlds. Mm. So I was able to say, hey, look, I'm the guy that hosted Pokemon Worlds, and people are impersonating me, and they verify. But you me. can't be like I'm Shady Penguin LLC. Verify me. No. Yeah, you can't be your own presence. Unless so someone important. else has to be like some, this person. Some important. important business has oh to reference Oh my God. You. I know. I <laughs> yeah. fuck, it drives me crazy. Twitter especially. Instagram I applied a week ago. They got back to me in two days. They're like, nope. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, but, you, you, you want to talk about anxiety. Uh, I definitely have social media anxiety. So I so I went on my cleanse, right? Uh, Twitter. And I unfollowed everyone. And I've slowly over the past, only like the past two or three weeks, I started following people. And I'm really in, being intentional. Like, okay, I'm following this person because either we're working together on something I want to work with you on something. Um, those are basically the only two reasons why I'm following people right now. Um, and there needs I, to be a purpose. Yeah, yeah. It's like a I, mutual I, understanding and like yeah, a, like I, there's there's very few people, and this is gonna sound like mean, I guess, but there's I'm not really looking for people's life updates right now. I'm not looking for friends. I'm not like I'm not. Well, I'm looking for community, and I'm looking right. for I am I'm looking for, but I'm not I'm not looking for your update on Twitter, right? right. I want if I want to be your friend, I want to have a conversation and get to learn things. Because that's one thing I hate about social media is like. I don't get to say someone uh, has something good happen. Like they get a new car, they win a lotto ticket. I don't know, whatever. And I see it on, on Instagram or I see it on Twitter. I don't get to talk to them about it. I don't get to like have a moment of joy with them mm-hmm. because I've already seen it. So I'm like, oh yeah, it was cool that happened to you. But like if they were just like, hey dude, guess what? What? And they pulled up like a five a $5,000 lotto ticket winner. Be like, bro, we're going to Jake's. <laughs> um, so I, anyway, la- yeah, literally yesterday, uh, someone tweets out that they're looking for a person to play Among Us with. Uh, J- uh, Courage, Courage JD, and I have like Courage, Tim, and Nick Merch, people that I watch very like almost every day because they're always doing squads and COD. Uh, and uh, I was like, "Yo, if I was like still following him, like I was, I would, I would definitely respond like, "Yo, if you need if you need a penguin, let me know." And I was like, "That's a good tweet, bro. That's fire. I know. That's fire." And uh, <laughs> So then I was like, I'm playing with my daughter and I'm like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be that guy. I literally, cause someone tagged me in it, which is the only reason why I saw it. And then I was like, oh, I didn't follow him back yet. Cause I followed Tim and I think I followed Nick Merck's back. I'm not back. I followed them again. Uh, Do they and, follow you? No, they don't follow me. Um, and then I was like, uh, let me, I, I'll, I'll follow. I don't want to follow courage right now while he's looking for among us uh, people while people are tagging me on his tweet. Yeah. Because that's going to seem so shallow. And like, that's not. I had I was already following him before and I had forgotten to refollow him mm-hmm. essentially because I'm doing it slowly as I work with people or people that like I followed Tim again because I literally watch him every day. Um and then as I'm playing with my daughter somehow, I follow him accidentally. And that moment I was like, bro, because like since I'm verified, they get an alert when you follow ah. him. So as soon as someone tags me, I follow him immediately. I'm like, bro, you look like such a schmuck right now. Like straight up. 
And uh, I thought about that for the whole night. And of course I didn't, I, then, then I couldn't even put myself out there. I would have rather put myself out there without following him and been like, yo, you need a penguin, let me know. Do you think it matters? It doesn't matter, right? Like, but I'm, now I'm not in my anxious state. Right. Anxiety, all anxiety is, is your brain saying things that don't matter, matter. Right. That's all anxiety is. It's very prisoner of the moment, too. It really is. How many fucking times have I vented to you about something and then the next week been like, what is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. That was the, <laughs> dude, yeah. I worry about the dumbest shit. Like, it's, no, dumb, bro. I, I can't think of an example off the top of my head right now, but dumb. <laughs> Like my friends sometimes will be like, "What is wrong with you?" Like Dylan will be like, "Are you serious right now? <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on, Vinny. Look, look at your situation. You're fine. That's what he says. You're oh fine. Oh my god. He's like that too, though. We both we both vent to each other like all the time. You know what's fine when he hits you with that sweet southern. Voice. Oh, the southern twang. It's fine. I might go good. down there this weekend actually for Ryan's. Let me know if I was there because I might be there right now. Ryan's doing a, a big stream. Oh, nice. I think you should do a Shady Lock sleep lock. Oh, my God. On dude. YouTube. Now that you're streaming on YouTube again. Is that a consistent thing happening now? Because you stream there. Yeah, the I, don't, day. I, don't have a, I don't have a schedule for it right now. But when I go live right now, I'm going to be going live on YouTube. Nice. I'm not going to be going live on Twitch right now. So why why the the change? Um. So for a while, I've wanted to try YouTube streaming out. Um, and I've just been waiting to get let go by my network because I was part of full screen and mm. they were taking You it. made a very smart decision because I had to deal with that. Yeah, okay. That was your deal where they would take the super chat too mm-hmm. and memberships, right? Yeah. I yeah. saw that before I you started. You were part of full screen? Yep, for a long time, a couple of years. Now, what do they do for for you? I'm, uh, take I'm, your money. <laughs> I'm not going to speak on full screen right. specifically, but my overall opinion on networks, I just, I think it's way better to do it solo. That's yeah. just my opinion. But what What do they do? They could give you like, you know, uh, benefits to like get you passes to a convention uh, or get you a new code that will allow you to play a game earlier or, you know, give you tools to make thumbnail, all this type of stuff. But like, if you can do it on your own, in my opinion, it's it makes sense to do it on your own. Yeah. Especially you don't want them touching your donation, your membership money. That's mm-hmm. money coming from your audience that wants to support they you. They wanted 100% of that? No, no. they, I think... I don't remember what my split. Most splits are like ninety ten. If I'm most splits, you get ninety. You they get ten. Yeah, but you don't want that. No, but no. if they're not, but if they're not, if they're not bringing anything of value that you can't already yeah, right, do, right. it's like they're just taking ten percent for exactly. For and it's like it's coming out of your fans' pockets to support you, and then it's all of a sudden. Yes. Here you go, full screen, or here you go, whatever <laughs> network. No shade to full screen. Obviously. Yeah, no, no. It's 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 more like just the thing where like I agree, I didn't want my viewers' money going to my network. Yeah. Like, so that was just, I'm just going to wait till I can get released. And then I got released and I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. And, uh, it's great, man. Thank you again for coming through and sponsoring Yo, no you and Dylan. I think, I, yeah, I was, I was a second member. Second Dylan member. was number one. Oh, really? Dude, we oh. were, sc- I was scrolling through and that wasn't even planned. Like we both showed up cause we mm-hmm. just, in the sub box, I go, I go, what the fuck? He's live on YouTube? <laughs> Clicked it. And it was, it was good to go. So yeah. now the, the move though, cause that, this is what's fascinating to me. It's. Mm. So you always wanted to stream on YouTube. Is, is your Twitch channel going to still operate or what's the story? It's not that I always wanted to, but within the past year, Twitch has had a lot of downs. I would say not ups and downs, just a lot of moments where it's like, uh, and then especially with the whole recent thing of like, hey, you have to delete all your clips and delete all your VODs uh, in case of the music. Right? Yeah. In case yeah. there's any copyright stuff in there and we have no system in place. At least YouTube has a system in place where they can say, hey, yeah, we're just going to flag that mute it. You're not going to get any revenue from that stream. Like, That's fine. Uh, so a combination of all that said, hey, let me try YouTube out. Um, and yeah, I mean, really the, pla- the, the other thing is right. I have, I have at least some sort of base on there, obviously like Twitch, Twitch, I think I have 150,000 followers, but Twitch followers. Holy shit. You have 150 over there. I think around, around there. 152. Wow. What? Uh, you have 152. Oh, 152? this guy's got my the number. man in the chair, baby. Let's go. Um, that's, I, I didn't even know it was that. That was, I knew you had a big presence there, but that's, that's, legit, yeah, but that's, but that's, that's a follower account. I think, I think after doing this for so long, follower account, subscriber account. They're sub 
numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Your views and the your active, active viewers, concurrent viewers. Those, yeah. those are those are more important. Um, but all to be said, like for example, I might tonight either I'm going to finish. Um, oh my gosh, the scary game I was playing. Oh my god, my brain's not working. Whatever. Amnesia. Amnesia. Thank you. Amnesia. Uh, re- uh, rebirth. This guy's, yeah, this guy's yeah. you're on top of it. This guy's on fire today. Crazy. My third eye. I feel like we're all on fire. This is a fucking uh, great show. And. Uh, or I'm going to go home and uh, open my TCGO packs because I have like my account that's loaded with packs and I want to start making decks and playing that. So I think that will be a much better fit on youtube.com slash Shady Penguin. Um, so I'll probably do that tonight. But yeah, so I, I think I'm going to be streaming. I'm going to be streaming there more regularly. I want to try to start with at least three to four streams a week. Nice. And really, I would play Among Us every day of my life on YouTube if I had a group to play with every Bro, day. Oh, I feel life. that way too. Dude, right? Because I get mad jealous about like the circle, you know, I Corpse, know. Valkyrie, Pokemane, <sighs> Critical. I'm just that's like that's a squad. That's a strong squad. Dude, insane. did you see who's streaming tomorrow? No. It's literally like Valkyrie, Pokimane, Logic, uh oh, so Logic's cool. wife, which is just rhyme style, apparently. Um Corpse has to be in there. Corpse is in there. Uh, I think Moist is in there. PewDiePie, Jacksepticeye. Pro. I think literally just like a, a Lily Pichu. I don't know if Lily's playing tomorrow. But I but I, I agree completely. I like I'm jealous, not just because like they're creators, but also, yes, like not it's just a, not the fact that they're big creators. But having a group of 10 creators to play with seems like just so much fun to do all the time. I just feel like, like, I don't know them. Mm-hmm. I know Critical a little bit, but I don't think he really knows me. Yeah. Because I'm part of Human Media Group, which is his company. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. Um, but like, I, just, I feel like for some reason, like, put me in, coach. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to play. Like, yo, yo, yeah. Honestly, though, just go for it. Fuck it. How? Somehow just I get his 5, attention. I have 5,000 followers on Twitter. Yeah, your Twitter game needs fucking work. Well, hasn't Critical be been doing public lobbies? Just squeezing one of those. How? He's I I don't know what he's doing, but all I know is that someone told me that Critical's doing public lobbies. How do I get in that though? When he's streaming, he might just post a code. Oh shit! And that's you just gotta it. be you just gotta be waiting for that code. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's this weird thing too, though, because like I really do believe in like this the shoot your shot, no matter what the size of the creator, if you want to work with somebody. But I just I hate the mentality of like like you're trying to be a leech mm-hmm. when in reality you probably just really like the guy you think you'd make fire content with him hit him up. I feel like I could hang with the yeah. big dogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's a weird like thing that I feel like is always gonna be on. That's a weird. That's, that's why that's everything. Though. That's it's life. always it's always gonna be a thing because you don't once you get. So I was just talking about this with uh, my D and D group. There's a reason why famous people marry famous people. Mm. It's because it's not because they are like stuck up and they only want to marry someone who's famous. It's because they they have serious trust issues with someone who's not already financially stable. Mm, so point. like, I think that's where the, the uh, doubt comes from when like a small creator hits up someone and says, Hey, I think we could work. Cause I get, I get asked all the time for people to work together. And to me, from my perspective, it feels insensitive. If you know my history, if you know that I worked with exactly one person and then like, we have no relationship yet. Like mm. even when it comes, when it comes to me, when it comes, when it comes to like, of let's play mainly that's only it among us i will jump into a lobby with anyone i don't care what size of a creator you are but i'm hoping to play among us with like funny people essentially Mm. like i want to play with people that are good at the game and i want to play with people that have a personality because i think that'll make good content and like for me creating content is fun so i want to do i want to combine among us fun and content fun like i did with mr fruit uh and his group um i got to play with wildcat and a a group of them a little while ago but i also my recording got completely screwed with that to me the other day dude wild Tyler Wildcat. I don't know who he is though. He's one of the kindest. He okay. I will say that Wildcat was the first big YouTuber. There he's like, got like eight fucking million subs. Yes, he's he's, <laughs> he's one of the huge. first big creators that broke the stigma that I had of big creators that were like you know they only care about numbers because mm. 
dude, I don't remember exactly when I met him, which packs, but this guy comes up to me. He's like got three inches on me. He's like, bro, Shady, what's going on? I'm like, hey man, nice to meet you. What's your name? He's like, dude, it's Wildcat. And like, we had only like been mutuals on Twitter or something, but he was like so happy to meet me. He wanted to talk. We talked Hearthstone. Um, and then he hit me up to play Among Us. Like when I tweeted out like, yo, I really want to play Among Us people. He like added me to his Discord and stuff. That's dope. And yeah, like I love seeing that. So it's like a, it's like the flip-flop, right? Yeah. Like once you become a big creator, you can be that Wildcat for someone. Mm. But there is a line. Like I wouldn't ask Wildcat like, hey man, do you want to do a 30-part episode series with me? Like I would never do that. I might say, hey, do you, can I do you, can I guess on your podcast? Mm. Hey, do you want to get guest on my podcast? Like stuff like that. What is he, like 6'7"? He said he got three what inches on him. Yeah, he's like 6'5", like I think. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, see, for me, it never it never bothers me if a smaller creator asks to collab, but mm. like I, I just bluntly say it. I probably will not work with anybody that's not already my friend to some mm. degree. Yeah. Because like I, I just feel like working with a stranger it won't even make the best content we can make. I'm yep. sure we could pull it off, but like, I need to know you to some degree, know how our chemistry is. If we could bounce off each other, yep. then we can get into something. And the, and I think a big reason for me, why I don't get really bothered by is because I've been the small guy that's now working with the people that I asked previously where they would say no, but now we're working together. It's like, I even, me and Luke joke about it all the time. Mm. I literally DM'd Game Boy Luke my British friend that I bring up all the time. I DM'd him like a savage when I was at like 2000 subs. I was like, yo, you want to do a soul link? Oh my God. And he just like, he was very nice about it. He like kindly said no. Sorry, yeah. mate. You're, and just then, a, you're just a puss boy. And then we, we formed a friendship. Like however it happened through the years. Now he's one of my best mates, mate. And uh, we did a product together last year and we work together all the time. Now. See, it's you crazy. Are, you are a better person than me for sure. <laughs> Cause I feel like for me, if I, 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 I might've even had these thoughts the other night. Like, if I had ever asked to work with someone and they said no, and it was obvious it was because of my size, and then later on they wanted to work with me That's because it. of my size, dude, burnt, done for me, <laughs> but done. But I think burnt. you have to understand, like, nope, the the people that like you have to go into it with some level of they're probably going to say no, but at least let me try. Yes. I didn't go into it thinking he's going to say yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So and that's, that's, that's the difference, right? Because I'm, I'm the type that would never ask someone who is bigger, mm. like, like a, by a, by a zero, let's call it a zero. Like I would never be like, Hey man, uh, I think we should work together unless like there was a friendship. So I'm talking about going in cold, gotcha. going to someone saying like they did with Luke DMing. If I went in cold and they were just like, no, nah, I don't want to work with you. And then there wasn't a time of building a friendship. And then they hit me up and said, Hey, we should work mm. together. I would be like, no. Yeah. Friendship. Like, friendship was definitely formed yeah, in that yeah. specific scenario. That's, yeah. So that's, that's, that's different. Like yeah. I, cause I agree. I think that relationship is a key component. Like oh, even, for sure. Even with getting to among us is different for me. Like, cause I'm not like super close with uh, the dream team, like fruit cruise dream team or anything like that. Like I'm not with those guys, but I got to vibe with them and play a game among us. And then we played for another seven hours, another session. And like, now it's like, okay, we're starting to form a friendship over this game. Yeah. But it's nothing as serious as, Hey, let's, three days three days a week let's get together and record for an hour like oh, yeah. that's that's a, that's different you want to make sure you have that friendship that it's also just crazy how like friendships can spawn when you least expect it mm. and you end up vibing with someone you end up making some really cool stuff that then other people watch and then they get inspired they blow up they start working with you it's like a weird the internet's just crazy good yeah. and bad very 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 crazy definitely um we've been going for a fucking long time Let's wrap it. I was gonna say you had to be on the road by three. It's three thirty. We gotta, we gotta oh, definitely. No. Yeah, we definitely. I was gonna say oh, we definitely can't open the Pokemon cards now. Um, here's what I'll say. Last thing before you go, we do a segment called Grandmother of the Week. If you have any grandparents you want to feature, if not, we could just wrap it here. I will feature my uh my wife's grandma. Her birthday was actually just yesterday. Oh, I happy she birthday! Turned, she's over eighty. Yeah, she's great. God bless. Yep. 
want to say like a one or just one sentence. Does she uh, have a good a special meal she likes to make? She's good at cooking. Your your potato salad and spetzels are out of control. Spetzels mm. is like you know spetzels is like a dough that you that you boil. It's like it's a German dish, like a fried piece of dough, similar to a pretzel. Not, it, but yeah, but it's just it's just boiled, so it's just like this chewy mm. little, almost looks like a pierogi, but there's nothing in oh, it. Oh, pierogi slap! And you put some uh, <sighs> so specials and goulash. You put goulash on top of it, which is like this, which is like the stew meat. Yes. Oh, look at that! Gravy. Looks like mac and cheese. That's special. Let me see. That looks right. delicious, bro. Yeah, that's that. That's some specials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then goulash is like that beef stew. Yeah, I'm goulash starving. Is that beef. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. eat like a beef. That's that. This. That's that winter hibernation bulk food. Oh yeah. yeah. That's that. I'm trying to get to 250 by the next <laughs> by next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen, dude. Thank you for coming on. This yes, was absolutely amazing. Pleasure. Great episode. Great way to bring in the one year. Absolutely. I look yeah. Like congratulations. One year. Crazy. You actually. didn't even roast me on my yoga outfit. I didn't. Right? Well, listen. Here's the thing. I feel like I'm the only one that actually came. <laughs> He's ready to go to a wedding yeah. right here. You know what I'm saying? But Dude, listen, I okay. had to take my tie off because yeah. it was too much. It was. It, you looked great. Thank you. you looked great. Thank but you. yeah, you, you ready for a what? You'd be. You know. You're the you're the party after the wedding. Uh, back listen, at the house. My logic was you can't we can't all be there's gotta be some diversity here. We can't all be, be I thought we were gonna walk in with the drip, dude. Oh shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, thank you guys for watching. All of his links to his 19 channels will be linked down below in the description. Thank you guys so much for watching. You guys are the best. Seriously, go sub to him. He's absolutely incredible. And hopefully this will be the first of more things to come. Uh Phil. Say hello to your grandmother for me. We love you guys. See you soon. Take care. Peace. <laughs> no, I liked that. It's a good sign. I'll Ooh, say hello to beautiful. your grandmother.